0: You. Sure.
1: Welcome back to another episode of More Than the Title. I'm your host, as usual, Jared, Chief Revenue Officer at Outside the Box Digital. And you know I got my brother, my brethren, your favorite CEO's favorite CEO. chatty what's good, baby? Tired. Tired. You're <laughs> no, tired. I ain't going to I feel like a tired day. Gonna,
0: no, I, just came, <laughs> I just came from the gym. That should kick my ass. I ain't going to hold you, man. Leg day. Yeah, nah. Back, back, I and- ain't going I've been running from leg day, bro. My, I'm still rehabbing the leg, so... If I ain't got a full two hours, it ain't leg day. <laughs> it's right. any other day but fucking leg day. But, you know, we in the building. So, you know, we're going we gonna to bring that energy. We're going to we bring that positivity. We, you know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to do it for the culture. And we're going to get this thing going, man. That's it. You already know, you know. Quick quick house cleaning items before we introduce this legend, y'all. First of all, shout
1: out to y'all, the followers, the listeners, subscribers, supporters. You know, you guys have been helping us grow and glow every week on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, across all our platforms, y'all. And we truly appreciate it, man. We are here to give you guys the culture, give you guys amazing stories from people that you wouldn't necessarily talk to on a regular basis to feed, funnel that information back to the hood, back to us, back to the people who want to learn and grow their careers and make this money and create generational wealth. So for the first time listeners, this is what more than is about, y'all. And for the return listeners, y'all know what it is. We about to get crazy, man. And also, shout out to our distribution partners, the Alive Podcast Network app, y'all. It's the first woman-owned, Black-owned podcast network in the world, and we are a part of it. If you guys want more content from Black content creators like more than the title, make sure you download the app, support your favorite creators, and, you know, make it happen. Support. Angel, what up? You know, shout out to them. And shout out to them for finalists, right? Finalists are the best app of the year. Yeah, In the podcasting
0: space. I got to, go, I I, you know, I didn't even talk to so I got to call and find out and see, did, did we win? Did, did we win? Like, what the fuck is going on? Did but even, we win? Even, <laughs> even to make it to the finals, even to make it to the finals is a big deal, right? Um Next. It's a big deal, right? Again, we're talking an elite number of people that you can even be grouped with as a founder, as an app creator. It's only a small unit. And then to be nominated for one of the best apps is very, very difficult, right? Because the categories are very stringent and this is not no easy shit, right? So, you know, people out here working, man. So even if we do it, you know, just being mentioned in the top five, still, you know, s- still needs to be celebrated. You still get flown out. That's <laughs> it, man. Just to know, we ain't for two, three, four
1: you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Man. You know what i mean? With that said, you already know. Let's
2: let's start the show.
1: Let's get it rocking. Yeah, I ain't going to I've been excited for this episode, man. So we're going to give this brother the introduction. He, he requires and deserves. So, this brother is an innovative creative and marketing executive with 20 plus years of experience creating and leading culture defining messages for some of the world's most notable brands. He has held top global uh, creative leadership and global marketing roles at Red Bull, Red Bull Media House, Apple's Beats by Dre, The True Agency, Trace Magazine in New York. He began his career working at Nike and Weedon uh, Weed and Kennedy, Adidas Truth, Toyota and Burrell, and many others. As global head of creative Apple's Beats by Dre, he led the creation, piloting, pitching and selling of lebron james the shop in collaboration with uninterrupted to hbo he is currently the chief creative officer and global head of entertainment for mccann worldwide and he oversees entertainment social global growth global brand creative strategy creative and production and is also let's let's just get the last one he is the first black man to run a publicly traded agency on madison Ave, y'all let's, let's talk about. Let's introduce the king, mr perry fair what up baby
0: uh oh! Wait, hold on. We, 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 we have audio
1: hear. issues. We have audio issues.
0: You can't have all those accolades and no audio. Oh no! You got to be able to say something No, we can have all those accolades and no audio.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, but this is why this is why we live stream, y'all. This is why. <laughs> because listen, you can't make this up. This is hey, real. hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Time I throw that picture up. No,
1: we can't hear you. We can't, can't hear you at all, bro. <laughs> you got to come back in and come back. We heard you on the joint.
0: Yeah, before we went live, if you gotta come <laughs> back in, it's all good. Perry, you can't have all those accolades and no audio. <laughs> that is the yo,
1: and we said we was just talking, we was just talking, bro. Is the guy we was just talking,
2: oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no nah, yeah. no man, that, that, this is the first black man though to run a publicly traded advertising agency, y'all. Okay, was, so
0: give you got to give them content because you know people out there, um. People out there are going to want to fact check what you're saying. You understand what I'm saying? Is that better? Oh, Uh-oh. absolutely.
1: We live, baby. He's, he's in. He's in. But hold on.
0: Let's give you, you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Gary. You, you don't, uh, we, we, listed, we listed like three, four. Woo. Five, Fucking tech companies out there, you can't be having audio issues. Beats by Dre, Apple, yeah, you can't be having audio issues. People gonna be like, What's really don't going
2: on? They got products for days and numbers. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I spent all day on one of them and that shit died. And I'm like, All right, well, I'll wing it. I hear the <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. And I'm like, I, I got five more minutes. I don't.
1: We appreciate the realness, bro Before you came back on, we was giving you flowers We were about to give context, bro Because we want to give you the flowers of being the first black man To run a publicly traded agency, bro So for those who's listening, right? So to give you context, Perry I used to work for Khan I was one of the first black employees
2: Oh, nice
1: Yeah, so my job was to call Brothers Like You and sell the archive And McCann was my territory so I end up meeting, you know, a lot of different executives and things like that. So for those listening, McCann is a huge billion-dollar agency that has a bunch of agencies within it, right? So it could yes. be a entertainment agency, social media, it could be healthcare, and they have all these conglomerate agencies that roll up to one company. And this brother right here was the first black man to run one of those companies yes. or the big agencies on Madison Avenue, which is huge. So think about Mad Men and all those shows you see, y'all. And you know how hard it is to tap into that market as us. This brother yeah. accomplished that and
2: did it. Uh- I'll give i I'll even give more context. So, yep. Ann Fudge was the first black person to ever run a publicly traded agency. That's mm. why I asked. It. Right. That's the, why I asked. She was the first. Right. First, and I, everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's possible?" Right. And I got promoted. I didn't even realize. I mean, you t- time goes by, you forget. And my phone started ringing. And I'm like, "Wait, why are all these motherfuckers calling me?" Sorry, I curse a lot. No, no, go ahead. No, we love no, this. Week, this is what this is for. This ain't ad week, bro. You're good. And, and, and it took one of my one of my close friends to be like, yo, you're the first. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I, I got emotional about it. What do you mean? He's like, I was in my I was in below, a little off the time. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're the first black man to ever run at a public trade ad agency. And so you understand, like, a privately held held agency is a different beasts like I would go to my global meetings at JWT, which was the agency at the time, it's now called VML. And out of 81 offices, 81 global offices, I'd be the only black jelly bean. Hmm. And then you understand like and you go bring your CEO, your your or your president, your CFO, and maybe your CFO. So you three levels deep. I'm president and CCO. So I'm one, two, and then my COO and my CFO are Caucasian. No, it's not even a bad thing. It just was like, I was sitting in meetings like, I'm it. And then you fast forward to McCann, I'm the first black CCO they had. And it was like, yo, that was 2011. That was 2021.
3: Message. Mm. Damn. A double message and
2: a
1: damn.
2: <laughs> so, and you have to think, in all that time, you, you have this massive gap of us. Talk about you know, and I tell my friends this all the time, and you'll hear me say it probably more than once in this. I'm like, figure out where you are. You are either on the ta- at the table or are you on the shelf? Nested! Where are you in the org? I'm sitting at a table trying to hire as many of us as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you on
2: the shelf? And they bring you in when they pitch in and they want color in a row.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yep, the Black effect advertising. Shout out to Walt for, for, for putting that out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, man, that shit was crazy. I was like, oh my god! And then, you know, I spent five and a half years with some of the most hateful motherfuckers I've ever worked with. Oh
3: no
1: shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro, I, I love it. We gonna get into all that, bro. I'm glad you're keeping it real like this, bro. But let before we even get into, you know, I want to go into how did you how did you get into the industry as a whole? What was your background, brother? just oh, you, your mindset.
2: You and you and crazy is. So I, I'm, I'm a Predate myself. All oh, good, bro. I got my my first job going through the yellow pages. Mm. So, and I'm gonna shout out to a company that probably isn't even around anymore, but they were dope. I, I grew up in I grew up in Oak Cliff. If you know Dallas, it's like the Compton of fucking Dallas. I grew up in Oak Cliff. I grew up mm-hmm. in the hood, and I didn't know anything about advertising. I just love commercials. So i I opened the yellow pages and started with A. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to keep calling these. I was cold calling. Like, I just want a job. I ended up at a company called Susan Jacobs. So I went from A to J. Mm. And all in between were no's. And she was like, come on now. I was writing Press Junkins and... She had a, a client, Barnum & Bailey Circus. I was picking up elephant shit and peanut shells. There,
3: and-
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, there was a play called Greater Tuna. I was driving around Dallas fucking handing out cans of tuna and shit and press kits I was writing. It was nuts. Yeah. And um, I got to college and like I went to Clark Atlanta University, found a way to make one, uh-huh. and service. And um, I I needed, I wanted a job. So I did the same, I did the same hustle. And I went to lunch with this woman, and she was like, she was an account person for like a, a hotel chain, and she was like, sell me this straw. I was like, sell me, <laughs> I'm sell me this straw. Man, I took her straw out and I put my finger around the glass. And I was like, have a drink. And she mm. looked up. You could have the straw. And she was like, all right, what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
0: I, want I, I, I was wondering where you was going with that. You touched a glass, but that's genius. I thought about it because now your fingers is on She'll know where what? your fingers are. You, you I am like,
2: I have another thing you can use. Man, it was stupid at the time, but I was, but I was like, I don't have shit to lose. I know any better.
3: That's and
2: I, my first job was um, at like locally at like, this company called Co. Henderson and Drake. I walked in for an interview. I have a resume. My resume was like, I'm an A student. Like, come on now. I and I. They asked me to sit in this meeting, and I was laughing at the work. Mm-hmm. And the CCO at the time, he he slid the uh, not slid threw the, <laughs> <he> threw the
3: <laughs> no,
2: things that age differently. He threw the, <laughs> the <laughs> sharpie across the table and it was like you got something better who are you and I'm like oh I'm interviewing for a job here mm. and he was like you know um what do you have what what do you what what would you write and I i wrote up I wrote a headline and that shit won an award.
1: Wow like, that was my interview
2: and I was yeah. like, he And he asked you to write a random headline, he this a headline. interviewing yeah I was like yeah, I'm interviewing I don't have a job yet I'm literally sitting there laughing because wow. some of the headlines were like inherently so, they weren't bad. They just weren't shit I would do. And I was like, I don't know. That's not <laughs> that <laughs> ain't bad,
1: but it ain't me, bro. <laughs> it ain't me.
2: Um, And that's the piece for me is like, Jay-Z has this whole thing of like, be who you are, like be you, no matter where you are, what room you sit in. And that's the part I've always tried to sh- stay true to. And I was like, that's not what I would write. I would write this. And I won an award for it. And I was like, oh shit. And they were like, we'll pay you cuz my intern my first job didn't pay anything. Right. Mm. So I was literally sitting in college like I'm flunking out of college trying to get in advertising and ain't I'm coming into work. I'm the I'm the fridge bandit. I'm taking the tuna fish sandwich. I'm taking the fucking you left the apple on the counter. It's gone. Like I was, <laughs> I, was I was like the dude, that you you better write your name in all caps on your little brown bag cuz if you don't it's gone. Um, but,
3: <laughs>
2: but it paid off like that. That took me from that job to like I won three awards with them, and then I went to White and Kennedy and was like, got an internship. I started working on Nike. I came back, I was literally lacing shoes in Nike town when it existed in Phipps Plaza and watching my ads air Ooh. around me on the screens, like in tears. Because I'm like, I'm lacing fucking shoes, watching my fucking commercials, and nobody here believes that I wrote this shit. And- damn, damn, damn. It was impeccable, brother. Impe- <laughs> yeah, was, that was on point. And then one of the, <laughs> one of the writers from Wine and Kennedy came in. He came in to buy shoes. He was in town seeing family and was like, yo, what are you doing here? Why aren't you working in the business? And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm black. And as I mm-hmm. said that shit, my spot came on. He was like, What the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, Dude, I'm in hell. What the fuck? This is punishment. What did I do wrong? I'm brown in the business, right? It's hardest mm-hmm. it for me to find a job. And you know, I, I graduated and shit, and like powered through it and went to work at Burrell. And and, and Tom Burrell was like an amazing mentor. I love him to death. Like he's awesome. like a boy I never had. Like I love Tom, and he taught me like the ropes and like how the art of selling and storytelling. And we went on to do like Coke New Classic Soul with the Roots, and like all this amazing work. And then everything else is just it's the LinkedIn profile.
1: Crazy, damn, bro! You he said you're lacing up sneakers. You guys, you guys, you want to ask, bro? Nah. No. We go mad different ways. No, no.
0: I mean, I mean, first of all. Let's talk, I just want to talk about that, like, for real, like, the, the feeling that somebody could have, like you said, you're in a sneaker store, lacing sneakers, and you're fucking commercial, that, you understand what I'm saying? That That's almost like, I'm not even being funny, but it's, you know, in that type of position, it's almost like, you like, yo, I work for Foot Locker, I'm in Foot Locker watching the Super Bowl, watching my fucking Foot Locker commercial come on the Super Bowl. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, how, that feeling...
2: It's man, like, that, area, every man. day, every day. That shit were to run on a cycle, maybe. Right. Maybe twenty times a day during my shift, hmm. and I'm sitting there trying to explain the nuances so they know that it's mine, and they laughing, and I'm like, "Yo, no, yeah. really, that's mine. That's mine." Hmm. And they're like, "No, it ain't. Why? Why are you here then?"
0: Right. Yeah, that's right. crazy.
2: And I'm like, because I can't get a job wow
0: so so technically wow. in saying that so my so my backup question now is your commercial is airing but you're not getting no royalties you're not getting paid you're not getting anything you know Bruh. it was done as like an intern like a freebie I, you know i'm
2: so glad time has passed you want to know something fucked up I'm uh, going hold on hold on hold on
1: hold on <laughs> bro.
0: give him the bell
3: here we go
2: so here's the fucked up part, and God okay. bless if if they ever hear this because I stand by it. I was, I went to sleep in my office and it was like a little closet. So I, I was working late, went to sleep, woke up, I stayed the night. And my manager, my boss, the guy who's kind of managing me, was in the office next door. And he didn't know I was there. And he was like, if these motherfuckers sell this work, what does it say about us? My name was not on the work. All I had was the hard drive of the original idea, like the original script.
3: Right. The
2: presentation that was sent out. I had to argue years later to get some level of recognition for the work I made by having the original Omega drive. If you remember those big um, ass, stuff. big hard
0: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, the,
2: the black, yes, big I had it it on the fucking, and I kept it for years <laughs>
3: yeah. to prove
2: uh-huh. to people that it was my work, because no one would believe me because it was winning one show and Lions and fucking Andes and DNA D's and my name in on that shit, which wow. I tell people like you know how fucked up that is. That was life changing for me. Wow. It set me back decades in my career and it was just another award on their shelves. They didn't have there was no loss for them to put my name on the work, except they just didn't want to give little brown boy credit. Come on, man. Like you have no idea. Like it was like anybody ever watches the Little Richard? Documentary where he had to sit back and be like, Not I it. created rock and roll, I'm the guy, like, I'm the twerp. They got inspiration. I was like, they got for me. <laughs> you know, really, really. <laughs> That's that dude, though. <laughs> I was just watching you that Martin know, episode, understand that, but it's like, yo, I was an intern, man, I was fresh in my career. What did it bother you to just put my name down? Mm. Damn,
1: but what was the process to even get the work? So you just sent it. The- I, I want to understand
2: presentation. I walked in, presentation.
1: Then... They took the presentation. Next thing you know, you see the work in a live environment. Like, right, yeah, my
2: time. Yeah, my time. I did presentation. They were like, Oh, this is good. We'll give some thought, blah blah blah. Great job, you know. And and then my time with them was over. I went back to ATL. I was like, I'm done in Portland. Hope my work go. Mm-hmm. I had a print ad that went through. You know, the ad, the tagline was like those on butterflies is just victory trying to get out. That shit ran like. Then I also, like, came back. I was back at CAU, like, yo, I'm trying to get this job in advertising. I'm on my grind. I'm like, what the fuck? Can't get a job. Nobody's looking at my portfolio. They don't believe the work I'm making is made. Like, like, I would be in class, like, that's my work right there. Like, it was nuts. Wow. And the shock was for me, like, I thought the work died. So I'm, I'm going into work, my little Nike town, you know, wearing my little outfit and shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to sell these Zooms. And I go into the, the thing, and they had, like, a, a room. Like, you literally, like, a wall, like, wow. a circle of screens. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's my concept. Three-man playing horse. Fantastic. I'm like, yo, I talked with you and Samuel L. Jackson. That's my work. This is nuts. Why am I looking at my shit right now? I was like, yes, I did it. I'm and- out. And I'm looking around like, I'm going to get credit for it. I'm running down the street and shit all happy. Like, look, mama, I made the ad. And my name ain't on that. Oh, yeah. God, man. But anyway, this is to jacked up. The part that gets me is this. Like, wow. I went from that to, like, I did Tracy McGrady's first ad with Zack Snyder. Anybody who's watched any of the fucking Marvel shit, I, like, I got to work with him. Did some dope stuff. I went from there to Converse. Like, this it it was like you know what it only made me hungrier, it made me hungrier. The like it made me mad, and it made me mad enough to stop depending on other motherfuckers to give me message. Take a moment.
1: That was oh my goodness, bro. Because you could you could easily just gave up right there and there, bro. I'd have been cool. first. have
2: been furious. I'd've, Might have taken it to some street (laughs) shit. I (laughs) I couldn't If I could afford a flight to Portland, it would be, it'd be, I'll see you outside. But yeah, man, it was, it was like, it was, um, it was sobering, but I was young in the industry and it was like, you know what? If I'm going to be successful in this, I have to find my way. I have to find the way that I do it. I can't be relying on other motherfuckers and put them in, power over my dream. I have to do that shit for myself.
1: That's real. That's real. And then, What advice would you give now? How does that translate to today? Because I'm sure the process is different today. So, for what about young creators? How do they protect their IP? How do they protect their work to make sure this doesn't happen again?
2: Man, keep receipts. Keep receipts number one. Two, honestly, like deal with people that appreciate you don't tolerate your work like if they love you they're going to give you a moment and they're going to make room for you don't don't wait for them to give you space make space for yourself mm-hmm. like don't be afraid to step out on your own like like in the world of like ai and all the things that exist you as an individual are like the art you are an ad agency if you do it the right way man if they don't want to appreciate you fucking become their worst nightmare now-
1: and that's what we are more than a title. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was an ad, right? This <laughs> brother's bad. <laughs> that shit gonna win an award. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that brother's bad. That shit better win a lion right fucking there. <laughs> you feel old.
3: me? That's
1: and if you think you that fucking winner's y'all lying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he got bars. Oh, uh, ready to party. He ready to
1: party. I'm ready to yeah. party, Paul, baby. You know, it's Thursday, <laughs> baby, the two. I be
2: on stage, like, I want to thank myself, like, <laughs> yeah. Believe in you, man. Like, believe in your value. Right. I say this to my my peers all the time and some of the people that I mentor. Like, don't let these people have you believe that you don't bring worth, the worth to this game. Mm-hmm. You are way more valuable than they give you credit for. Do not let them erode you. Mm-hmm. Like, you are the fucking, you are the stone in the fucking river. You ain't the sand. Like, don't um, let them fucking tell you that you can't be who you need to be, that you aren't as good as they are, that they that you should be happy to be there. Look how rare you are. They should be happy to have you there.
3: I like, can never
2: forget that. Like you are special. You all of us, we bring creativity is in our DNA. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise.
0: Hmm. I, I agree, but I, I can understand. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I always play devil's advocate. I can understand when you're young. Yeah. See, you can talk about it now because you've experienced it. Once you've experienced it, the hindsight is always 20 fucking 20. Oh, I should have did this. I should have did that. Yeah, because you have the information on it now. In the moment, in the moment, you did the best that you could with what was presented in front of you. Right. So, you know. I think there is no agency that I'm going to say that that's out right now that does not do that, especially the entertainment business, anything entertainment related. Music is fucking notorious for that shit. Movies, you know, look, at, look, at, what happened with the, look at what happened with the lady that ended up suing them. And like, nigga, I wrote the fucking Matrix. That's my, you know what I'm saying? The fancy that's, that's, yeah. that that's my shit. That ain't judge. That's my shit that I pitched you that you act like you didn't want. So again, it, it happens every day. Um, yeah. Back in yeah. the day. Back in the day, when you're talking about receipts, and the reason that I already knew the Omega Drive that you were talking about is because it came out because the floppy disk could only hold so much, right? So much. And this was before CD burners and stuff came out where we could burn onto CD. So Omega was like the next thing, fucking smoke, and they came. Yeah. In the, the disk came in different colors. You write on them shits and magic markers, and you know what I mean. And they fit. And they fit. Look, and the Omegas used to fit the MPC machines. So now, once the once the Omegas started fitting the MPC C machines, uh, it was over. It was over, right? But you know, we used to do what's called the, the poor man's copyright, right? Wherever that original was, yes. fucking mail it to yourself. That was me. I did right? that. You mail it to yourself, right? And no, you know, we can't afford no lawyers. A lot of us artists did not know what it truly meant. We only knew we had to try to protect it and show ownership. And look, if we yeah. send it to ourselves and mail it to it, we know it goes through a federal system, right? That yep. The mail is a federal yep. system. It has a time. It has a date stamped on it. You leave it unopened. You know when you open it. It's created, That's and it. I have, yeah. you know, that a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of people did the poor man copyright yeah. back yeah. And as as their only means to say this is my receipt that I created this. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: It took me years to open up that package. Yeah, it was uh, you're sitting there like, no, wow. really, th- it's in here. I would go to interviews with it like, <laughs> no, really, yeah.
3: it's right here. Like, yeah. is I it? It.
2: If I open it, it's all you got. It. I can load it up. I brought the drive with me, right. like. It was a thing, but like my I agree with you. Like I had every branch on the experience tree, and that tree was real tall. Yeah, like mm-hmm. learning like through mistakes, through trial and error, through like and I, I tell my friends, it's like I've lost everything three times in order mm. to be like sleeping on couches, mm. like just losing it all, like and not like I went to Vegas and lost my shirt, but just resetting. And being like Leo, oh y'all didn't tell me this happened. This is what happens next. Oh, this is what happens when you beat your boss. They they blackball you in your career for a couple of years. Oh, okay, this is what we doing now. Yeah. <laughs> like I I my my creative is infinite. So let's wait it out. That's crazy. Messi! And
1: what? real quick, man, when life is beating the shirt off your back, we gotta pay some bills. We'll be right back. <laughs> no, you can always get your damn more than the title merch. <laughs> you can get a shirt. You can get a beanie. You can get a hoodie. There's Father's Day coming up. There's all types of holidays coming up that you can get a nice little thing. You can get a more than the title cup. What else is going to keep your Hennessy or your Do Say code
0: for two-hour conversation with one ice cube? I don't or, know. Or, or your ginseng tea hot, because you know I love my tea when I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? Probably and I'm, like, I, I, like, I, like, I like this fucking cup, but it worked too fucking good, because that's why I be having a Burma goddamn esophagus two on there, this. It's two seasons. So
1: two, sure, two seasons. So make sure, hold
0: up, Put it up right now. We got the five, four, three, three. two. There we go. Can we buy, and we back, baby? I
1: got
2: phone up. <laughs> Can I get a cup? Oh, we got you. <laughs> we got you, you bro. Come on, man. No, no, no. I'm buying a cup. We got to support our people.
1: Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Ken yeah. and shout out to Jaden on, on the LinkedIn yeah. chat, yo. You said, you yo, grateful for the technology we have at our disposal after hand that poor man's copyright. You ain't never
2: lie, man. That hustle was real.
0: So, because, like, even now, right? Even now. And even though information, even though information is more prevalent, what's also more prevalent is the pricing of protecting your work, right? Facts. So let's just talk about it. Like, even, even companies now, like, do you actually know how much it costs to actually trademark or copyright something? The cost goes from this to this, right? Because when you like, oh, I just want to copyright this. And then I'll be like, don't do it yourself. And, you know, hard head make a sore fast. And they be like, oh, why not? The paperwork is simple. I go, because if you make a mistake, that's it. They, they keep your money. They deny you, and you gotta start all over again. There is no oh, we'll send you your money back. You can keep trying. You fucking make a mistake on that paperwork, and they deny you. That's it. You want to refile? You gotta you refile. Done. Beginning with all the money fees and shit again. So you know, and, and they then, will create a
2: war room. That's to a fact. Out the mistake.
0: That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And you know, with with nowadays, and, and 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 I, and for anybody listening, right? For all of you guys that have these super intricate logos. And I try to tell people like when they're, they're coming up with these super intricate logos, yeah, they look super cool, but it's going to bite you in the ass in the long run because what you don't understand is there's so many different categories that you have to now register that logo with because each section has to be registered differently. If it has words, it has to be registered with a certain type. If it has uh, images that resemble something different. So when you create these super, super intricate logos, all you're doing technically, is putting yourself deeper in the hole when it comes to protecting this thing. If you realize all these big, big companies, Walmart, McDonald's, their logos are super fucking simple. Super, super simple, right? Once again, I understand we're creative, right? We're creative. We want to come up with some dope shit, but just, just remember, just in case you didn't know, the more intricate your logo, <laughs> the more fucking expensive it is to protect that thing. So message. Yeah. like There's gotta be a dot yeah. in a box. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. See, that's why I'm connected. So even that, you know, Jaden, yes, I would recommend to anybody use a lawyer. um, But again, you watch TV, you know lawyers course. (laughs) That's That's what I'm saying. I'm just telling you ahead of time. You get with any lawyer. I don't give a fuck what name is on that door. They charging you a minimal fee, minimal fee. And once again, if you make a mistake and you don't listen to them, because I've seen it happen too with lawyers, they're going to be like, you didn't listen to us. You still wanted to do it this way. It didn't go through. We got to charge you again. So,
3: yeah. yeah. It's, by it's, listen,
2: it's, they mean they're going to charge you a little more to do the extra thing that you don't want to do. Correct. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. correct. Be, prepared. Right.
0: Be prepared. Be prepared. because you, know is- you might not even know you need it, Perry. See, that's, right. the, that's the thing with information, right? Um, That's the thing with information. And now a lot of places are, are coming out and they're realizing like, oh, shit, I got jerked because you didn't protect yourself all the way through. Right. So quick, quick example. Right. Look at the WWE. I use that as the, the biggest <laughs> example all the time, right? WWE is a billion-dollar company, right? Billions worth billions. They've been the WWF for 20-something years. They were built on the WWF. But guess what? When you when you did your paperwork, you didn't do it right. You just did WWF, and you rocked a long time. And then the World Wildlife Federation said, wait a minute. Yep. Your logo looks too much but, like ours.
2: Yep, that panda fucked them up.
0: Yeah. That fucking panda. And they go, Yeah, we use the panda, but your WWF looks just like our WW and we had it first. It. That money he had and all that connections he had. Guess what the fuck he had to do? Change that logo. <laughs> that's it. We had the and, Vince McMahon. <laughs> it, listen, it was a whoever came up with the with the slogan behind it was super dope because they was like WWE get the F out. It was it was fire. Like it was fire. Yeah, so it was the WWF, and they changed it to the WWE. Yeah. Slogan: Get the F out. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, now. Yeah, it was fire, but they did a whole slogan I about like a commercial. I gotta say,
1: out. one of us made that. <laughs> 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 Let's keep it real. I ain't to say. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I thought i putting that on
3: you. <laughs> right? I, I thought, thought it. Great job. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I just say all that to say if it can happen to a billion-dollar company, and their owner is not our complexion, right? He's not our culture. So if it can happen to him. It can definitely happen to you because he yeah. definitely changed it after 20 something years of being the best. See, look, as a wrestling fan, I know the story I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. 20-something years of that logo on fucking video games, merchandise, just everything, everything, and you have to change it now. You yeah. have to rebrand.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. As as we talk about your story too, Perry. So after what is the process? You you got you got the credit for the work. How did that impact your career once you got the credit? Because you said they wasn't rocking with you, and you was bringing Omega. You're trying to say, yo, I'm trying to show you my portfolio. This is me, baby. So once they gave you the credit, how did that open doors?
2: By the time I got credit for it, I had made better shit. Mm. Mm. So mm. I was like, all right, I'll take it. You know, great. I can put it in my book now. I mean, it's weird because it's not in my book. It's, here's where it's not in my book now. Okay. And I was like, all right. <laughs> You got other well, shit that. What was I fighting for? So, yeah. so, so that like, <laughs> I made better things. Like, it was funny. Like when when I was leaving Burrell, I had a moment where Tom and I would talk all the time. And and um I was, he was like, you know, it's time for your review. You know, okay. in your in the business, you, they you you do annual review. They tell you what you've done good, what you need to improve on, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I'm like, let's go sit in the lobby. And the lobby was a screen. And he was like, what are we sitting in the lobby for? I was like,
3: oh, I'll just hang
2: out for a second. That's mine. That's mine. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah, other. so while you're reviewing me, look, look at this shit. Yeah, like, Everything hey, yeah, you yeah. use to grow your business
3: yeah.
2: is mine. Uh, yeah. you know, let's do the cycle. Coca-Cola, Toyota, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go ahead Jesus. and call it. like Jesus. Adidas, Jesus. Truth. Like, I, I'm good. So... Uh, the, yeah. the thing that, that that got me was like the work that was made at that time was the beginning of my creative process.
3: Mm.
2: I refined myself. So I'm, I'm a student of the industry. I studied people's styles. I would look up creatives and I have heroes. Like I love if you guys ever get a chance, if you've talked to him, Jimmy Smith is fucking brilliant. Okay. Jeff Edwards, fucking dope as hell. Jayanta Jenkins, like unconscious, like, and then there are other people, Tanisha Williams, dope as fuck. So, like uh, Shantika Sigers, fucking amazing. Like I study my peers mm. and like learned how to improve my craft. And that's just us. Everyone I mentioned is black. Yeah. And then I ex- and then I was like, okay, what else is out here? And then it was like John Jay. J like. Mike Felino, like just just Jamie Barrett, like learning the, like Lee Clow, Rob Schwartz, like learning the craft. Mm. And what I came back with was like just inventive, like Christopher, like there's there's so many people. Like I could, like, like a whole show just be naming what the the fuck is, like just making things. And my view was like creativity isn't defined by a media. You're not great at TV, print, and radio. you great creatively. Create amazing things, period. Message! My input, like, I was dropping, like, cards and fucking glass cubes in Times Square with sledgehammers attached to them, and it literally said, break in case of adventure. And we dare motherfuckers to try to rip the fucking sledgehammer off and break it. No one could. And, like, mm-hmm. how do you do that? And, like, all the things that that creativity brought, and I look back at the work I did, like, and and, I'm, and be honest, that the shit I did for Nike was in '97, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm light years past that. Mm. Like, I'm sitting in the room with. I remember I did a I did a spot, and Tom Tom flew out for it, and he I'm shooting with Francis Lawrence. If anybody anybody watch Hunger Games, Francis Lawrence is the director. So I'm <laughs> shooting with Francis Lawrence, and and Tom walks in, he's like, what is this? And I was like, come outside for a second. There's a big table, and he's like, what am I looking at? I'm like, everything in the room you walked in is the color of Coca-Cola. The green, the cream, the red, the brown. Everyone's wardrobe in it. The walls are corked in it. The roots are covered in it. Jaguar Wright is in it like Fatima is wearing it. Everyone is wearing only the colors of the brand, and we didn't have to force it. And he was like, I, well, I, I, if you don't succeed, you know what I'm going to do. I'm like, yeah, you're going to let me go. So I'm going to make what the fuck I want. And I shot that- to,
0: I love that fucking attitude. I ain't got nothing to lose. Let's get that. it.
3: Yeah.
2: And it was like, yo, he came back after Donnie was like, and, and it's weird at the time, like uh, when Don Cornelius was alive, Don, Don came by and he sent with Tom and he, Don's like, yeah, it was nice. I'm like, yeah, I think we good.
3: I I I I I I think we're going to be okay
2: Um, (laughs) the king of soul says it (laughs) yeah but my thing was like at the time like you know it was really around that's fine you know and one of my friends said it best like if you're a person of color in a creative field music art writing whatever you walk into these rooms you already got two strikes and the ball is already on its way for the third one and they want you to hit a home run. You gotta stay ready, like you gotta walk in and be like, "Yo, the pitch is coming." Like I was at, and Tom was like, "The reason I'm hard on you is because the rooms we go in, we it." Hmm. You know, I, I flew to Germany I, when I was I, up. I don't know.
0: Though. We're gonna to touch back on that, but I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I just want to, the reason I say I don't know, because I wonder if, if you were not bra- black and brown, if you were a different color, would the conversation be the same on if you know what's going to happen if you fail on that? that, that That's all I'm going to oh, say. We can,
2: oh, because we can do that now. I right. think it's different. Like, here's the, and I say this all the time. I'm like, when it comes to us, we have to walk in and have done it. We have to walk in with the experience. We have to walk in and say, oh, I want that track. Have you done that before? Yeah, I've done. You have to show. With them, they buy potential. You ain't got to do shit. Mm. Yeah. Well, by Steve, oh, we're just gonna believe in what you do. No offense right. to the culture, but to uh, to them, but it's like, look, I don't, I, you don't invest in me. I have to be a return on investment. I'm using, I'm oh Hold on, that's a oh,
1: quote. You, card. you know, you spitting sorry. right now. You, I ain't know he was gonna pod oh, like oh, that. Hold hey, on, he's podding right now. That's a quote card. yeah, you're podding, <laughs> you're, you're podding right a now, a bro. We podding right
0: Perry. now. I need to hear that one more time. Say that one more time you don't
2: invest they don't invest, invest in, them. in them and we have to be a return on investment
3: mm-hmm. we
2: have to justify our salary and they justify why they give them what they're what they get paid it's not fair but it's truth and they can argue all day long there's no lie in that find it find
1: that's it none right that was two season that was too real yeah that was super like, real. trust me
2: it's like find it that's all my father talking about. look i used to be the president of a 50 million dollar company what the fuck am I doing here like okay. having to prove my resume every day to everyone i interact with but if my name were john smith it would not be a conversation
1: yeah and, that, and that's the problem i had with the industry brother and that's why a big reason why i got out so i used to see companies the cmos ceos they will burn some of these startup tech companies to the ground wow. massive layoffs and guess what two weeks later they're, they're, they're on a board of some other company. They're on the CMO of this company. Like It's like, you got to be shitting me. If you talk about portfolio and track record, ROI, what if you perform, what if you produce? Let somebody like myself, who is a top performer at sales, not have yeah. a seat at the table, not have a say. I couldn't
2: do it, so now we got yeah. the table. And my thing is, like, I'll, I'll do this. Go to perryfair.co and see my work. And yeah, put it in the chat for everybody, yep. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I and I am viscerally transparent. Like, see the work. It's like, yo, I put my buck against anybody. Oh, that's I put all. my work against anybody. And I'm collaborative as fuck. I will teach you what you don't know. I don't care if you black, brown, white, green, polka dot, like right hand, left hand, walk on your hands. I could give a fuck. If this is what you want to do, I will teach you what you want to know. And if I don't know it, I'll show you someone else who can help you.
3: Right.
2: Like, there's no ego here. There's, the secret's open. If you, if you, us, and you want to get in, like, I have two brothers. One was my tattoo or some tattoo for my legs, to my arms. Over two sessions, this brother got into one school with his brother, finished with a dope ass book. And I'm like, he's like, why are you telling me all this? It, it's an open secret. The more of us that are in the industry, the better. Absolutely. Transfer Absolutely. your creativity to your to a craft that can earn you your fucking that like, earn you your life. And then become the entrepreneur you want to be and go do it for yourself. Learn. Get in, learn, and go.
1: Absolutely. And That's i want to talk about too, brother. And we talk about this a bit on the show. Is is also sometimes it's people as us doing dope shit and we don't get the support from each other. Oh, they- You know what I'm saying? It's the brothers that are at the top. Like, obviously, you're transparent. There's going to be so many brothers that are not, you know, that are going to be willing to help to say, yo, look, little bro, don't go through that door. Here's the ladder. This is how you do it. This is how I did it. Whatever the case may be, the support comes in different ways. But just the little is a
2: support. There are a million different types of crabs. We all in the same barrel. Like, honestly, like, yo, we all crabs to them. Like, help us. Help us, help us. Like, what does it hurt you to give one of us? I'm working on. I'm working on a project now. Black director, black cast, black actors, black clients. I, and there are two clients involved. It's all. It's. It's. I call it the most chocolatey chocolate thing I've ever worked on. It's so good. It like-
3: oh. Hey yo. Hey yo. No, <laughs> yo, no, yo, you see? Exactly. To you. You, now I'm out.
0: you just might have beat a nanosecond faster than me because I guarantee you, I was not letting that shit slide, so, so it just up his shit went on faster than mine.
1: It, 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 it was the why. if you just said chocolate, y. it was the chocolatey. Yeah. <laughs>
0: when, he said, when, he said, when he said the most chocolatey chocolate, I'm like- Pause,
2: pause, pause, pause. He pours I said pause, nigga. pause, <laughs>
0: Shout, uh, out like, Shout out to the YouTube you family. Shout to the YouTube family. We cannot <laughs> get away with that one. One
3: chocolate is fine, but the chocolate chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. I, I it's, like
2: called, the it's called yeah, chocolate I like with an afro. It's I like, like yo, like take a chance on your people. But also, exactly. like, we we, t- I'm, I'm I'm I love us. I'm just gonna be yeah. honest. Keep it we do us so dirty. We open up black businesses, we don't go to them. You know like we'll go you open up a black nail salon you go to you'll go across the street before you give us a dime your nails still gonna look the same you know like you open up a black business you know you're gonna give them money i got the same fucking product is better because you know i'm gonna work harder because i'm not gonna let you fail like like yo like why not help us help each other this is how you build wealth I bring you in. You bring me up. I bring you in. You bring me higher. I bring you in. We hit, we at the top of the fucking mountain, looking at other mountains to take over. Why is that a problem for us? They do it for each other.
0: It starts at at the youth stages. So let me, let me piggyback what Jared said, as far as like artists and, 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 and coming up with things and why people are not helping before you even get to that. Let's talk about your surroundings. As Perry, the 15-year-old, 14-year-old, 13-year-old, right, we all know that true artistness starts to really develop in like junior high school when you actually start to understand yourself and you're not afraid to like be different, right? And that very fragile stage, right, if your people around you support you, you fucking skyrocket. You become a child phenom and, and you know what you want to do for the rest of your life. There's nothing to talk about. I'm only going to do this and you're gone. If yes. the people around you knock what you're doing down. oh, that's never going to make no money. you're not that good, blah blah, 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 blah. Now it makes you doubt yourself. in that doubt, you will change your mind on what you want to do. and you might even give up that fucking talent for something else that everybody is more susceptible to saying, yes, that's a good idea i
3: that's, it.
0: that's yeah. where it really fucking starts at, bro That's yeah, where it's yeah, you
2: like la- you landed at that plane. I- yeah. I'll say this like I was blessed as lucky. My dad worked at a paper company. Right. Mm-hmm. He was a draftsman. He drew fucking machines that he then made. Everyone in my family on his side is gifted. We all draw. My art, my degree is in photo journal, like photorealistic, like draw. I, give me a number two pencil. I will literally draw you to the fucking, to your pores. Like, to be in a world where you have, and I told my wife that, I'm in a world, I grew up in a world where I had infinite access to paper. I would draw ads on the walls in our hallways, take the spanking, and be like, fuck it, I'm going to do it again. I'll see y'all on Saturday. And like, you know, (laughs) you know, and just really, and my parents, my mom's a psychologist, my dad's a sociologist, my my, a twin sister, she's political science, my, my, my older sister, she's a fucking accountant, she's dope as fuck. Like, being able to understand the business and the art. And like, being in a space where it's okay to to like be who you are, and I remember like the first time I called my dad for advice after I'd done something really big. I'd done like all the direct TV work, and I'm like, "Look, I'm throwing robots through walls. I got fucking firefighters freezing in place. I need your advice." And he was like emotional. And he was like, "I have taken you as far as I can go. Wow. Mm. I have wow. no more advice to give you." wow your my road with you ends here I don't know what to tell you about the future wow well, I am now watching you become the man that you fought to be so mm. I'm only here dude, to help that's you awful dude. He and I both, ain't my dad. If you my dad's 21 years navy, he does not fucking cry. Like he was all fucking emotional and shit. I was like, what the hell's happening here? I've never had this connection with my dad before. He I'm used to him like chasing me around the house. Something He's gonna fuck me up. Like not that bad.
3: But that's I what to hell,
2: but yeah. like you know. But just just being in a space where you have Black parents that look at you as more than just a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor, a blue-collar worker, and will look at you and say, there is a craft, there is creativity in you. And I might think of it and be terrified because I don't want you painting on the sidewalks in New York. Yeah. But there is something in you that I believe in enough to trust you. Yeah. And I think that's the part that we as a culture don't believe. And we don't trust in our creativity unless it's like comedy or sports or some other thing that we can visually see in this hidden industry. Like I tell my friends, I'm like, yo, man, I make more than the doctors I go visit. I make Method. more than the lawyers I pay. Like, and they are wrapping their heads around what I do. Like I was talking to one today and they're like, How much, what do you make? I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, say it again. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'll say it slow for you. Did you stutter like, at zeros on that? <laughs> yeah, was like he's like, wait, monthly? I'm like, no, <laughs> motherfucker, that's annual. He's like, oh,
3: yeah. oh, oh, oh,
2: oh, okay, hold on for a second. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you had throw some zeros on that shit, but yeah. it's like, yeah, the okay. fact, and I tell people all this all the time. I'm like, yo, if you knew, I'm gonna switch gears for a second. If you yeah. knew how much you could make. Using your brain and what's inherent to you as a culture, yeah, you would shift everything you have into the creative class as fast as fucking possible. Take over over music, VO, dance, choreography, wardrobe, culture, insights, hair, makeup, like all these things. Mm. And I'm I stopped. There's so much to do. music, sound design, Foley, like, oh yeah. my God, yeah. the things we could take over if we just said, I'm going to get in this industry and I'm going to bring my friend in and they're going to do the hair. They, She's going to do this. They're going to do sound. Like, bring your people in. But off the understanding that if you fail, we all fail. I say this all the time. Like I tell my wife, if if I'm competing against you and we're on the same team, who loses first? She's like, who? Cool. I'm like, the team does. We are the team. Mm. We we we're 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 the team. So if we're competing against each other, who loses first? The team does. Fucking Pippin ain't scoring on the other fucking end of the goal. Right. You lose if I lose. Right. That's the fact. So if we're on the same team, fucking lace up and let's get it.
1: Yeah, that's facts, man. That's, that sounds like something that Will said. He, you know, so brother Will said something like that two weeks ago, man. He said racism is a team sport. If we don't play, we lose by default. Yes. That was one of the realest lines I heard. I was like, damn.
2: Nobody on the bench on this one. Like, get up and fucking go.
1: Yeah, man. But that's the problem, brother. It's the problem, man. It's one, breaking through, right? You just said something that was super impactful, bro. You said Tom Barrell, one of the legends in this space, was telling you that when we get in these rooms, we all we got. And he's well proven as well, bro. So we're always constantly proving ourselves. So imagine for the person, let's say like myself, who has brand power, but may not be proven in the portfolio space, but have all the creative ideas to do what I need to do. How do you break in? There is... That's the hard part. You have to create your own space, and that's what we've done with OTB, bro, like trust me. Trust me, I'm a musician, we we make beats, we make songs, we do all that stuff. We creative, we're artists, we do everything ourselves. We done grown this channel to a million a million views in five months. In five months, bro, we do all of our ads, all our creative, all our thumbnails, descriptions, tags,
0: titles, chat, am I lying? First of all, not only are you not lying, but as you saying everything, and and, and the way you were saying it, I felt like I needed to give you the
1: Oh please! Do you want to go to church? You want know to wanna, fucking church? You want to go to church? You. Okay, I'm saying i about
0: to go. I, to, I felt the oldest bro. Y'all got to go. <laughs> 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 I'm about to get. Barry, <laughs> listen. Look, I wanna, I want to give you um. What he's talking about, right? And I, like, I, you know, and and people that know us know that we don't we don't spit no fluff shit, right? There is so much talent in the yeah. hood. And I'm talking what you're talking about, right? But the problem is twofold. One, it's who are you looking at as a role model in the hood to say, I want to be like them? That's the first problem, right? The second problem is who is successful in the hood that is at a level enough to understand what talent actually looks like and then to help nurture it. So it's it's a twofold problem. You understand what I'm saying? And like I said, I'll use myself as an example, right? Right. When I went, I went to a, a a school for football, high school, and I ended up playing three sports and and you know being all state in three sports. But I took the specialized high school test, and my first school should have been for math and science. I went to Bronx High School of Science for orientation, and should have went to Bronx High School of Science for this, for like engineering and math and science and things of that nature, right? The specialized high school test, Brooklyn Tech, Stuyvesant, Bronx High School of Science. I passed it all, and I was like, okay, I'll go to Bronx High School of Science. My mother walked me into the auditorium. We went for orientation. I looked to the left. I looked to the right. Nothing but Asians. I'm like, I looked at my mother like, you're out of your fucking mind. If you think, again, I'm fucking 14 years old. And she let me make a life changing decision in that moment because I was like, it's no way that you think I'm going to be the only fucking black kid in this school. Culturally, that's not going to work for me. You understand? And I walked out and she allowed me to walk out. Think like, about the ramifications of that alone, like how that changes the entire trajectory of your life, of everything.
2: Yeah. Like I use the example, like <clears throat> between Beats and 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 Red Bull, I took six weeks. I went to I have, I, my best friend is an expat. He's a he lives in he lives in Cape Town, and he was doing this kind of like creator hack in Nigeria, not Nigeria. I'm sorry, Kenya. We were in Nairobi and nairobi has the highest density of young people on the planet okay they've already they they don't do desktops they've leaped. everything's mobile okay and we're doing a a creator kind of conference and like hey there are 400 kids a little more i'm I'm around thing so forgive me on that it's around 400 kids google donated about 100 phones right so we got to teach 400 people how to use social to create an a, a ecosystem that generates revenue for them. Mm. So we teach about 100 kids how to do it. The next day we come in, 200 kids know how to do it. See? The next day we come in, everyone knows. Everyone has content. Everyone has something built. Everyone has their platforms done. The tension that we put on the things that we feel like we celebrate. Look, like how much, how long, how long does the average player in the NBA
0: last? Right. I long. Hate, eight, eight, so we, no, no, it gotta be like 12 years now. 12, 12, years. Years. 12 15 like, years. How
2: long, how long do you think you're gonna make it in the creative class? How long, Chatty? how long you think you're gonna be in this business? Double that, yeah. quadruple yeah. that,
0: Maybe triple. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Jared, you, how long, like That's your incredible. money compounds over time. You make more. It's like, yo, they're going to pay you bottom at the for your first year if you get drafted. the second year, they're going to balloon your shit out. And then guess what? 90% of y'all motherfuckers are going to lose your money by the time you're done. Mm-hmm. Our industry has a slower burn. And it's like, yo, like, if somebody told you that your son will enter and make, eh, okay. And then year two, year three, the sky kind of opens up for them to make music to draw, to do all the things that you laugh at in the neighborhood that they do, like why wouldn't you want them to do this? They're going to make more than little Johnny that wants to be a lawyer, a doctor, because they got, you know, it's just the way the cult, the way it works. And yes, a tough craft, but if we can just invest in us and put us into this space beyond the things that are popular, it's like like I beg, I I I spend a lot of time begging parents to put their kids in art schools. Yeah.
3: They're
2: like, I need them to be a lawyer. For the, for the same amount of money, they're gonna make more. If they do it the right way, yeah. if you just look at it differently than than what you what your bias is for our for creative like doing music is one level and there are all these other things i'm like look have you heard of smoke and flame if you if you have a flame artist kid who loves doing retouching you know how much they make on an hour i watched a guy i'm not going to say the name of the company i watched the mm-hmm. guy what i was doing color i was doing in the color is, it's called telecity i was watching a guy doing telecity right. and he hands me the rob report and says, should I get the black or the of the red Ferrari? <laughs> and this motherfucker buys a Ferrari while he's doing my session. That is a true fucking story. I have um, this message out of <laughs> I'm in his building. And I'm like, is he motherfucker just bought a Ferrari in front of me while we fucking order hummus. The
3: hell is that? <laughs> <am I? laughs> What am I here?
2: Like, and I'm sitting back. Like, how many of us? And I, I walk back in. I said, "Yo, blank person's name. How many? How many people that look like me do what you do?" He was like, "None." Mm. I was like, "Fuck." Well, I'm a little too old to be bringing you your lunch, but this is a dope ass idea. If I could find somebody that I knew that could do it, I'd hire him. Yeah. Mm. I want to see us by that. I love to see one of my friends, and that's the thing. Like we get envious. Do you want? I want to see you buy a Ferrari in front of me. Fuck no. But actually, yes, I do. I do. I do want to see you buy that. I want to be proud of you for that. Yeah, because
1: what it goes into take to get just one man. It's yeah, like yo, get it, get your shit. If you
2: if you fucking run, like I was telling somebody, I probably got on this call. Which I admit, it, I ran a little late. Okay. I was like, yo, I feel like I'm running on the street with a kite blowing in that motherfucker. Like there ain't no wind. Like yo, we have fucking like the we are the win for ourselves. Like go get it. Like I, 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 it's i sound like a broken record, but I'm like, it is, it is. We are the end of the rainbow. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's 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 a it's a mindset, Perry, and uh, you know, I, yeah. I'm not gonna be long winded, but when you. <laughs> you
1: ready to
3: pause, my boy.
0: It bothers me. It bothers me deeply because I feel the way you feel. Like I, nice. when I'm, I did, I did, um, construction for about 22 years. And as I came up through the ranks, one of the reasons that I stopped working physically is because I'm like, motherfucker, how long are you gonna keep working physically? You're only gonna pay me so much for this. I know all the money is getting paid for this, so I started going to school and getting my certs, and I bumped up. The moment I bumped up, the first thing I did when I got in charge is I'm like, my whole crew going to be black. I don't give a fuck. You don't like it? If I lose fire, fire me anyway. I don't give a fuck. My whole crew going to be black. So I did that. And then when I walked in these rooms, I was the only, you understand what I'm saying, black person in the room and I had to do it. But the problem is, between us is like, I'm not being funny, but I just got to say it the way I got to say it. You understand? Like, a lot of people haven't found what they're good at. I'm not saying you're not good at something. You just haven't found what you're good at. And your confidence level at what you, you're good at, or whatever is might be less than somebody else's. So when you see somebody's good at something, this is what the hood goes through. Let's say you don't know you're good at something. You see somebody's good at something, you're like, okay, this kid Jared's good at basketball. Then Jared goes, but guess what? I play baseball too. Now he's a fucking Bo Jackson. He's like, Oh shit, Jared fucking plays baseball too. You haven't found what you're good at yet, but Jared's good at now fucking two sports. You understand? Then Jared's like, but not only do I play baseball. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I'm yeah, like, hey, I'm like, <laughs> the saxophone, you understand? What ends up happening is you get people that showcase this talent. And remember I said it starts at the younger level, right? Mm-hmm. It starts when your kids. You start seeing who's ta- You already know who's talented when you're a child. Cut it out. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. People can look at other kids. You can You can be a kid, look at another kid. A parent can look at a kid like that motherfucker. Got it, right? It's gonna obvious. Go it. Yeah. it is obvious, right? right? Garrett's son right now, my godson, and my little cousin, he's like five. He be in the room writing scripts and all that shit, like no, like literal scripts. And like, I'm gonna do do YouTube, like at five. So you can already see where his brain is working at five. Now, this is what I'm talking about, right? If Jarrett supports that, this kid skyrockets. Maybe he'll be a fucking millionaire before he's 10 years old. If Jarrett's like, yo, YouTube is stupid. You're not gonna make no money from me or something like that. Now this kid shifts and like, he doesn't believe in himself. And now you gotta go through what you go through. But the hood doesn't like to support each other because they can't support themselves but i even
2: go better man like Mm. they don't we don't support ourselves but we also don't have we don't know how to handle criticism so like Mm. i give my dad a lot of credit and i i remember the thing he would i would it was a task it was weird it's crazy like there was a couple of things he would put in front of me that were like impossible challenges Mm. the first time i sat with him he drew he's an amazing artist right he drew like a mouse on a teacup, and he was like, "See what you can do." Drew it. It looked like shit. Honestly, I, it was bad. But I was young. And the next time I sit down, he he would draw it again, and he was like, "Try again." And then he'd give me feedback. We don't like the feedback. We like <laughs> we we like the in product. We think the in product's perfect. It ain't perfect. It's a work in progress. And mm. I drew that fucking mouse in the teacup for fucking months. Right. Until mm. I could draw it while looking at it. And the next time he sat me down, there was no fucking mouse in teacup. He said, Draw what you remember. Mm. I had to draw that motherfucker from the top of my head to make it match. Right. Mm. And he was like, All right, now you can draw. Now go draw other things. And mm. it was like, He taught me the craft. We don't want to be taught the crap. We think talent is the entry point. Talent's only only beginning. Talent at the end. Like you can be an amazing basketball player, but there are a lot of people that play basketball that don't know how to play basketball. There are a lot of people that know how to play that that play music that don't know how to play that don't know how to read it. Yeah, can't sit back. You be like, give me a three-fourth time and make that a half note. They be like, what, a what? 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 Like, I no. Know. Why don't you play for me first? No, read it. But like re reward talent without thinking <laughs> that it needs to be refined. We look on Instagram and TikTok. There's so you much know, shitty ass ideas I see on TikTok and Instagram. Everybody's like, "Gay, you say, hey, you need to improve your shit." Everybody fucking hates on you. It's like, look, man, I tell this all the time to my to some of the people I work with. Like, I study the craft of making shit amazing. You just made something. Take the feedback. It's not like I'm trying to kill your work. I just want to make you better. It's like, I don't benefit from your likes. I don't care. It's like, so that's the piece for me where it's like we as a culture, yes, we celebrate those few that do well. But for the ones that don't, let's be honest. Look, you know, Raheem sucks a fucking basketball, but he's a dope ass. He, he reads the game. Maybe you should be a coach.
0: Yeah.
1: Like,
2: you know, and that's the piece where I feel like we need to be a bit more self-aware about us, like
3: self-awareness.
2: You, know, you know, like how many people try to join the NBA? How many fucking slots per team exists? Like, come on, that's like hitting the lottery. But there are so many other things you could be. You know, like I, I, I sat there with the team. Like I, I was getting my haircut the day.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and there was a dude getting a haircut. This motherfucker is the e player for the Lakers. He plays fucking 2K. For a living. For a living, making fucking six figures out the ass. Gets rings. If the team wins, not his team, the team. And then his team. And he was so anxious because every barber in that motherfucker was like, let's go upstairs. Mm. Let's get it. Let's play. And he's like, oh well, you know, I mean, you know, I, you know, they're like, yo, if I win, can I get on team? Because I'm about to fuck you up. And I'm literally sitting back, like, all of you could be him. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just gotta view it differently. But nobody told you this 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 opportunity existed for you across every team in the league. Absolutely. And that's just basketball. Fox. they have it for Madden they have it for NHL they yeah. have it for Rocket League you know the purse for fucking Rocket League is a seven figure win if you win with your team you know Call of Duty they pay you a million dollars if you win a tournament how many of us play this shit for free yeah. <laughs> like the opportunities I was like, it's it's mind boggling yeah, like, I, I didn't know like, they
1: changed 2k to six figures though because I made the last draft I was going to get drafted before the sure. you
2: know that before the console? don't play console play desktop Oh, see, that's where they lose me. Yeah, I play console. Yeah, and that's the piece. The console yeah, person was smaller.
0: To, but that goes back back in the days because we we actually did that. I don't know if you remember this, Perry, and I'm going to date myself on this, but I don't give a fuck. Like, we did that back in the day with the Blockbuster tournaments. I used to win the Street Fighter Blockbuster tournaments all the time. My my brother, and I'm going to shout him out because I, I, it is what it is. Like, in the wrestling, like, I don't know nobody better. Like, right. he, he should have been, like... Yo, this this nigga was different. Like, no matter what we did, we <laughs> could not be... in wrestling. Like this nigga lived, eat, breathe, shit. This fucking wrestling game. Every year it came out, he would get the championship belts for. And we did that back in the day. But again, not knowing that could be a career. Why? Because it was nobody in front of us to say you can do this as a career. You know what they are just saying? Oh, you play video games. Like, right? look at your parents. You know what they say? Stop playing video games all day. Hey, you know, play what?
2: video games all day. But ninja making twelve, making a million dollars a month. Right.
0: But again, Absolutely. and your parents look look at the time frame, right? In your parents' eyes, right? Remember when video games came out, video games wasn't out in a lot of parents' timeline. They came out in their children's timeline, so they can't relate yeah. to it. You understand? Yep. So now when you see me on the video game all day, all you're doing is like, oh, that's all you, you do is you play. wasting time. You wasting yeah. time, right? And like I said, that right there is like you can you're crushing a dream before we even understand what a dream is. Yep, yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. You that. know what I'm
0: saying? Love so it. it's it's important to like I said, I I don't I don't never want to put this like it's a cookie cutter answer because it is not. Yeah. I think it's systemic. I think a lot of us do not realize how damaged we are, subconsciously because we are subconsciously taught this 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 hate. This this such a competitive nature. Um, to things that it's almost impossible for you to give somebody else flowers without feeling like, you know what I mean? I me mean, personally, I don't, like for me, I don't, I don't get, like that shit don't move in me because I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Because if it's, I believe what's meant for me is meant for me and you can't have what's meant for me. And I cannot have what's truly meant for you. So if you do something, shit, congratulations. I love it. You win it. Fuck. Let's do it. But yeah. that's me. I'm. I'm. I've always been different. But it's, it's too many of our generation that we got to try to teach them. We got to figure out a way to try to now start teaching this. This more support. This more love. This more camaraderie. Shit instead of just this competition.
3: Competition.
2: Yeah. But yeah. You know all the other groups that exist out, and I, I will leave that open. Mm-hmm. All the other groups that exist out yeah. they support each other. Yeah. And you walk in the rooms and you're like, oh, y'all are all here. Yeah. Oh. I get it. Like we are the only ones when we see one other person in the hallway, it's a fucking tumbleweed rolls across fucking people. Yeah,
3: Five. like
2: like ain't a showdown. Like no motherfucker, this is guns of Navarone. This is a few dollars more. This is um, we supposed to be locking arms and fucking getting getting it. Yeah, it ain't. A, and they they set it up to be the showdown.
1: Absolutely, they're not. It up to be the showdown because there's not too many of us, and we know what we have to do to get in that room. And when you get in the room, you want to protect that at all costs.
2: God bless them if we start talking to each other and comparing notes. Uh, oh my goodness, yeah. We start, hey, what your receipt say? My receipts say we a dollar short. Mine too. Like, God blesses when we <laughs> start
3: comparing.
0: How many times <laughs> we, like had that- we, we had that? planning? We had that go all the time on the
3: show, bro.
0: At least twenty times, thirty times, about. Just influences, just use that. Influencers don't talk to other influencers, Say this is what I'm getting for ad. This is what I'm getting. This way you should start. This is what this looks like. No, we have we've had we've had that conversation, it was it was
1: big influencers, like that.
3: right?
0: Yes. yes. Nobody talking. Nobody saying let me
3: uh, show
2: it you. all ships. Like, talk. What what's the secret? Fuck you, not getting paid as much as as you want. Why would you hide that?
3: And, but wait, and
0: the they don't want to tell you how much they're making in the moment until they get to a certain level. And then it's like, yo, look how much money I made and look how much money I got. That's the shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then What's it's like, it. <laughs> all off
2: in the meantime, meantime. Right. holding your pocket, walking down the road. What you talking? You right. really?
1: Right. right. See, so I think, but I think like you said, bro, but this is a big reason why we created this, bro. Like other people, I know people from my hood, bro. They wouldn't even know that you exist or what is possible. They got to be able to see you. They got to be able to touch you. Like When we when, when this thing goes, oh, we coming back and showing everybody what's up. Yeah, You know what I'm trying to say? We're going to open up media centers in the hood. We're going to open up podcast studios. We're going to open up regular studios. We're going to do days, days for the community, shit like that, that they have to see to bring a Perry through, to bring a Mike Barron through, to bring whoever we bring through to show them that success happened on any level, bro. And that's what it's about, man. People don't, like, so can you tell, which segues into that, can you tell us some of your best works, bro? One, one work that you're <laughs> proud of. Like You ran Red Bull. So you can tell us about that like red bull the pnl the creative everything bro come on yeah
2: bro. that's crazy now Red Bull was fun like red bull we did like uh a couple of films we created a sport for about two different companies one was called sand scramble for polaris so they would give us vehicles and we're like look we don't, we, we had the vehicle she gave us last year but what you really are doing is a product demo And so what we wanna do is create a sport that takes the best, my dog's probably gonna start barking, the best of what your products do and create a sport where the best people that ride it can win it. It's a product demo, but it's a sport, it's called sand scramble. And then we did one with like Yeti, we did something with Kia where they gave us like a ton of money to do like a content series. A commercial. I, I was saying a bar with my uh, former CMO, Red Bull, and we had run. We we're running in the play, the 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 MLB playoffs, and we're like, Red Bull commercial came on. Squiggly lines Red Bull gives you wings, and then the Kia spot came on, and it's Red Bull logo for twenty seconds,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and the person doesn't touch the car, the person doesn't drive the vehicle, and at the end of it. I look at her and say, they paid us $20 million for a commercial for their car, and it's our logo up longer than theirs. Nested! Hold on one second. We got to pay some bills. We'll be right back.
1: (laughs) We got to get a Kia Forte 2020. (laughs) What we gonna do. You can see Chatty O cruising. The same- listen, uh listen, man. Keep holler at
0: me, b. Uh, <laughs> Mio, at me and Chatty. Let me tell you something right now. Sedan, station wagon, motherfucker, SUV. It don't matter. We it driving. Don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> send me, send me, send me a Sorrento. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you can take two zeros off. You can throw with a twenty
3: pack.
2: <laughs> we did it with we did it with, did it it with two Kia Forte. Okay. Okay.
0: Send me a Sportage. Yeah,
2: really me? We, yeah, yeah, we tricked it out. We were like, "Look, it's a front wheel drive car. We're gonna flip it to real wheel drive. We're gonna add it, make it drifts." We brought in the drift brothers from South Africa. We did a content series of the making of it. Like we did a whole thing for them. They like they Kia was an amazing partner for this, and it was just like, "Yo, we've never done this before." Right. And but Red Bull was very much of like we they gave thoughts to to ideas. They gave w- wings to thoughts and ideas. And you're like, yo, I want to go do this. And they'd be like, run, the, run it to make sure you don't fail. So we're going to put rigor behind it. But when you do that, go. We got You got the complete support of the brand behind what you're doing, which is amazing.
0: Well, Rebel's nuts anyway. I mean, that, that whole model is
2: crazy big, shit. I love man. They're,
0: shit you've seen anyway, so.
2: Yeah, there are companies I've left that I'd be like, yo, I'll lace up and sign a fucking non disclosure agreement. So if I get hurt, I ain't blaming them for it. I go back to Red Bull in a heartbeat. Red Bull and play. They are about their business when it comes to knowing their brand.
3: Yeah. That's crazy. And they
2: they owned it. But like that one to me was like a big moment. Like, Rebel stuff was great when I worked on direct TV, like the work, it's in the book. That shit was amazing, being able to robot through walls, freezing time, like playing around. If you look at the stuff on the on the site, like the robots are throwing exhausted, maybe one shot, which I was it was a gratuitous one. I wondered.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Every shot is where the TV should be in your house. That man walks through and presses pause every place the television is supposed to be. It's dope. Mm-hmm. But it's like, watch it. And then, like you know, working at working on beats, like sitting with LeBron and like New Orleans doing All Star game and bringing in like Two chains, Jesse Williams, like you know Oakley, and being able to have a conversation around yeah. just the the sport and the culture and being black and influence and all these things was freaking amazing to be able to do. Yeah. Um, and then to sit down and go to New York and sit in front of HBO and show it to them, and they're like, okay, this is kind of nice. We want this. And we're like, yeah. The pilot that we shot don't look like the shit that ran. Right, right. But it was was amazing to be able to have these very honest conversations that Black men have in barbershops all the time around topics that most people don't, that aren't Black get visibility into and if we didn't have to fucking change our tone we didn't have to pull our punches we could have honest conversations
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it felt super real about what we were doing and that's the piece that that made me really proud is that like being like black and being able to say like we're going to show us being seen in these spaces was dope because i've done work for everyone else and it was like Yo, are we doing this for us oh yeah and the, the, let's make it as real as we can And I have to apologize for it. But, like, being able to do that kind of stuff is, and my thing for me now is, like, as much as I like being strategic from the general market side, the general market means, like, non-Black, but like, being able to be super insightful and honest about us as a culture and saying, like, no, really, we aren't poverty porn and, like, you know, just guns and drugs and we ain't got to dance in every fucking commercial (laughs) more we can be we are more than this yeah and you have to give us play for it and even more provocative like now when you look and you're like yo man you know you can show a black family on a commercial without losing your brand ain't always gotta happen where it's mixed out like show us show a black dad like you ain't gotta show us not being present now. Like if you and I say this like look at commercial take a, do your homework, look at commercials right now, and you'd be like, they ain't no black men in these spots. Like you well, don't gotta erase us. Or the
1: ones that do they they're the doctors, brothers, brothers wear hats, white socks, hats, they wear shades like <laughs> we be in the spots, we be in this first of all. You get your Kia Sorrento, a 20 <laughs> <laughs> First <of> and <all>, foremost. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we buy Kia's Listen, <laughs> we talk,
0: yeah. we talk, we've talked about that. Again, numerous amounts of time. Stop pushing narratives that are just not fucking true, right? I get tired of seeing this shit. I'm not being funny, but it's like every black family, the kid got curly hair and other... Every fucking black kid ain't got that, that curly he have a fucking fade? It's very rare you see somebody, a man with maybe locks or something, like, you know, some nice locks in his or some nice fucking... They're not showing that shit. It's almost like yeah. It's almost like the closest to whitewashing you could do. We're going to give the fucking mixed kid with the fucking curly hair that's not too dark, but not too light. Just enough to be like, yeah, she's black or he's black. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it reads, it doesn't resonate with us because it reads fucking corny. It reads unauthentic. It reads corny.
2: And that's why I, I argue and push to have us in these rooms. Yeah. That's when there's an absence of us because what you get is a bias and a stereotype and a parody of who yeah. we are from an outsider's perspective, right? Versus like that's not how I grew up. I would never wear that. My hair is ne- my girl. Don't wear her hair like that. My exactly. man would never have his hair looking like that. What the fuck? Everybody got to look like Brian Gumble. Like exactly yeah. Like yeah. no shade, Brian Gumble. I get it. Go for your brother. But like that's the that's the piece for me. It's like yo, show all of us. Not just a part of you about the hair you want to touch on the fu- at the fucking airport. Like show all of us, yeah, all the things we do, and not just the thing that's entertaining for you.
1: But, but you know like that you know that they don't. Some there's a lot of good leadership out right? there. Like some especially like the white leadership that understands that we are part of that general market, there's a lot of white leadership that doesn't think they were just multicultural and we're just a a, a niche, a niche market, right? So yeah. when you're doing a big ad for like a Mountain Dew or something like that, big global brand and you're trying to bring the culture into something that's mainstream, that's where you get barricade. That's where you get blocks. That's where you get obstacles and shit like that. Am I yeah. wrong or?
2: Yeah, you're right. My view is also like, I always put it like, look at the audience you missed. Exactly. Like, your work was great. It was, sorry, your work was good. It could be great. Yeah, your people feel comfortable watching it, but then you have a whole group of people that cringe. Like you're missing a group of people that over-index and spending across every category.
1: Absolutely.
2: Because you didn't think enough to bring someone in that could say, we don't do that.
1: Yeah and they buy Kia Sorento's
3: for 2021.
1: <laughs> and more than a title, that's what they buy. They buy Kia Sorento, they buy Pepsi,
0: all that shit. You see? So Perry, I let him go with the first two, but on the third one, I'm just like. What's f- wrong with this guy, man?
1: Get him in a w- When a <laughs> girl come in, you're going
0: to be like, this man's a genius. <laughs> and white, I like white cars, you know, Kia, shout out to You know, one of my favorite commercials that I've seen recently that I really, I really celebrated was the Super Bowl commercial with the little African kid in the football. I, I absolutely, I absolutely, sure? yeah, so this year in the Super Bowl, they had, they had a little kid, I guess he, you know, I don't know what country, but it's a, a country in Africa, like, that he's a, aspiring to play or whatever, but it's a scene where a bunch, like, he's going through a, an I African...
2: the NFL did that joint. That was... NFL, like, right? That was he's going
0: to like, an African village, but different NFL players come up and they're throwing the ball and he's catching. It's, but it, it, but it's a true representation of what that culture actually looks like. It was no whitewash, and it was everybody was the color they needed to be, the texture it needed to be. Everything was exactly the way it needed to be. And not only that, but it was very well directed. So that's the second wow. thing. Right? When you do use us, stop giving us the fucking Tubi specials. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You know what i'm saying like and, and i'm not i'm not gonna get on your ass about that Mia Copa bullshit that you put out two hours of me wasting my fucking life watching that movie you building these big ass mansions and all that shit and clearly you using a budget for these movies for your fucking house because that was absolutely a waste of fucking time and space and energy because whatever writer wrote and directed that clearly was like what the fuck are you doing bro this shit ain't even believable anymore like
1: it's
0: crazy and for I'm a good check
3: like, we would have gave you a good
0: review no perry i ain't going no i'm serious man oh like God. when we talk about now perfect example right you came up your claim to fame was the medea right Madea no wait what? huh wait no, tyler perry tyler perry are you no, talking no. No, 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 Tyler Perry. You know I'm saying his claim to fame. Oh yeah, the, okay. You he got, said, you got yeah, yeah, Tyler Perry. the no, 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 no. no, no.
3: <laughs> it was, it was, it
0: was so Tyler Perry, right? Yeah, you claim to fame was the fame with the Medea joint, which was very meticulously put together and very well done. You understand what I'm saying? Now, after a certain amount, you actually know what to expect, but they're still okay. good. But again, like to make this a black leading woman that's already famous and da 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 da, you were supposed to knock this shit out the fucking park. There was a lot of parts in this, especially the ending, where people are like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You know what I mean? Where it's like you drop the ball on the acting, you drop the ball on the writing. It felt like you put a lot of money into the budget, and then you just stopped fucking caring about the story halfway through, and you just was like, "Let's just do fucking whatever." Now we're talking about the black product, right? But then you want people to support this shit, but the product is inferior. It's a shitty movie. It's terrible. Fucking terrible.
2: Yeah, I always feel like uh, I deal with. I'm dealing with it now. We're always at a conversation where I said I put. Things aside for the ending, so that when we're there, we haven't realized we've blown it all. Mm. Mm. And because you have to figure out, oh, I say this to people when, they, when uh, I have friends I help with their contracts. I'm like, look, man, I know you're excited to take this job. You got to figure out how you end too. Mm. You can't go out on fumes. You can't be like, oh, I did it. I got this great job. I got two weeks' severance. <laughs> like, You got to figure out your thing. It's the same thing with films. Like, and I do this as a screenwriter. It's like, yo, you'll blow through. The excitement's always at the beginning, you know, but you also have to figure out how you want to end, too. You got to end as strong as you start, or the concept's gone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we invest, I'm going to speak broader, we invest so much into our stories at the beginning that we ain't even figured out the exit. We ain't not figured out the, the end game. We haven't figured out how you do checkmate. We ain't not figured out how to have the how to carry the the story when you hit credits and people are like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like, we just don't. We we have to figure out the whole game, you know. And you see it all the time in sports. Like, yo, you started off strong with a twenty point lead and and, and then they dunking on you and you down by by fifteen. Knicks
0: fan for every fourth quarter that they end up losing, the Knicks. Right. It's like you
2: see it all the time, don't run on the gas when you take the corner on the fucking mile relay or on the 400. Like, you got to, like, punch through that, but that takes vision. And I think a lot of times we we our vision is like what we
0: Barry. If you ain't got the vision, you got the fucking money to buy the talent. Cut this shit out. You building these $800 million dollar fucking studios and all this shit. Go Honda, go hire Shonda, Chandra, Chandra Rhymes, and all these fucking talent. <laughs> for you. What the fuck are we talking about? You got the money, you got the influence, you got the fucking resources to go get the best of the best yeah. of the best. And this is the bullshit you put out. Yeah. Now
2: you gotta have me bake. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go do some popcorn but and look, watch. I've not then, even seen fucking... it yet.
0: Now, I have seen, seen it you know, either. Watch, watch it. And now, look, Look, I'm not being funny, but look. And then now it starts to come out. Like, now Kelly's like, yo, my dressing room was a piece of shit. You see? It's almost the same shit like the color purple now. Oh, the dressing room was a piece of shit. And now it's starting to come out about the fucking lackluster money that you put into the backside of the house. You see what I'm saying? But that's yeah, corny. Cool. That's
3: corny cool. Because if it went, the she wouldn't be saying exactly. that.
0: That's not true. That's not I don't true. Think she would have said that for the win. Once again, the color purple was doing very well, and they the fucking trailers blew up. Their trailers blew up, and they still came out of like, yeah, we still loved it, but the fucking trailers blew up. You understand? Like, no, no, no. no we, spoilers, that's not a spoiler. Man. That's not a spoiler, Hayes. That's what happened to the actresses and the actors talking about. He um, like they, they died possibly. in the
2: end. Okay, next.
0: Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. That's it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Cause we talk about this all the time, right? When we're supporting black brands, we talk we talk about just because it's black does not mean it's discounted. Right. Just because it's black owned does not mean it's automatically fucking discounted. That's number one. Yes. But number two, when you want somebody to support you, like you said, Perry, take time to refine your fucking craft take time to fucking learn what you're doing put out a decent it don't have to be perfect because you have to learn yeah, but put out a yeah. product and price it at what it's supposed to be but you know you you know you want to put out a t-shirt that you bought from somebody else and then you just iron some shit on and you're like yo i need 120 for it you want 120 for a t-shirt with a clear iron on with the borders on it my nigga? right more like are you kidding me like yeah like you gotta refine your product, so, so that's that's what we're talking about with that. You know what I mean? Like,
2: refine your craft because if you have to, you know, buy Gucci bag that look like that, you like this is crap. You know, don't accept, don't accept the the, don't accept less, and also like, don't shit on the best because we do amazing things and we keep asking for us to discount it for us, and it's like, no. Then how do I make? How do I? How do I keep my bar high if you keep asking me to lower it for you? Like, but mm-hmm. you'll pay them the same amount of money that they're asking. But you want me to come bring my price down because we look the same. It's like no, pay me. You should actually be okay paying the premium because I need it. Like, and you guys are entrepreneurs. You get it. You know how hard it is to get a business loan. You know how hard it is to get investors.
3: Absolutely. You know
2: how much you've had to bootstrap. You know, I, and it's and I'm I'm a, being a something.
0: you bootstrapping,
2: right? I'm being <laughs> a something like, like you Yeah, it's so it's when people trapping. ask you to to hook them up, you're like, so I got to give up something, so you can get everything. Mm-hmm. And with yeah. stories and things like you're talking about, it's like you have to be able to say like, yo, man, invest in the beginning and the end. Don't just invest in the beginning and then get disenfranchised at the end and phone it in and then think, help and then try to pretend like that turd is shiny as hell all the way through like that's a it's a turd no matter what it is if everybody knows like we call it you know something that's terrible in advertising shiny turd cool. yeah no matter how much lacquer you put on this still turd so it's like you know don't think because you can talk about how much money you put on a project that is gold it shouldn't go it's great at the beginning and then it fell off at the end yeah. But that oh. happens across the board. That happens in like music tracks. That happens in fucking casting sessions. It happens in directors' treatments. It happens. It's all full blown productions yeah. where you're like, "Yo, can you kind of give a fuck the whole way through?" Yeah,
1: it's crazy. You know, yeah. you know. I, I was gonna yeah. say as, as you as you're saying that, bro. I was. I'm just looking at the website again, bro, and I'm looking at the accolades. I'm like, "Yo, bro, I've got to ask you a real question." I, yeah. Why would you? What, what is the purpose for you to stay in McCann or something like that or a big agency conglomerate versus going your own with the accolades that you have? Um,
2: I call it two different things. I was about to crack a joke but that was very colorful. line,
1: off line, man. No, but hey, if it's going to affect the zero,
3: don't do it. <laughs> I, look, I look at it. <laughs> let, me, let me give you the bell. Don't do it, brother. Don't do it.
2: I think there's two ways, I have friends that stay in and friends that have stepped out and I'm like, they're entrepreneurs and they're intrapreneurs. And I like to consider myself an intrapreneur because it is as challenging as it may be when you win in, in a holding company that allows for you to hire a black production company, a black music house, bring in black talent, you grow us from the inside out versus you know and i and i know it is a struggle and a slog to try to convince these big companies to work with you as an independent company but to be able to say like no i like them i'm bringing them in and you can pull your own and you can pull great talent into the organization that shows them that there are other ways to think about how they create that's one of the things that makes me excited is like mm. i i don't mind being in and eventually i might eventually step out one of these days it's like it's not like this has been an open question from time to time but i like being able to say like if you and i think of this as succession planning like yo there ain't no one behind me Mm -hmm. for years so My goal is to get the next one ready and to create an avenue and a massive hallway for all the vendors and directors and freelancers and everyone else that would never be given a shot if there wasn't someone in the room saying, you need to really look at their work again. You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention.
0: Now, Perry, you got my curiosity. Now you got my attention. How so that
2: play that's play what ball. I like to do, and I I strip it all the way down. I'll yeah. play them shit, and they won't even like. I play. I work with this guy called Biharu If you've never seen, go to YouTube, watch Biharu and Timberland. That mm-hmm. dude's special. Mm-hmm. And I played a track for him for a client, and they were like, "Yo, this is amazing. Who did this?" And I'm like, "This this this dude on an island you probably never fucking heard of or been to. He's dope as hell. Timberland loves him. His beats are banging." And he like scored half the Converse work, and it's like,
1: nice.
0: wow.
2: Like he and I'm like, no one, whatever. I'm sitting at home like three o'clock in the morning watching YouTube videos. Like, who the fuck is this dude? Right, this motherfucker is dope as hell. And like bringing him in the rooms and arguing for his work and pushing because he's just an amazing talent. And man, like, look, I remember I had a conversation with my, one of my creators, his brother, and I'm like, he's like, you know. Why would why did you pick him? I'm like, because no one else would have. That's it. Like, that's it. would you with that you think they were gonna bring him into a room? No one would. have This man need all he needs is a platform.
0: I think so that's all a, a lot, lot of us need. Though I think that's all. A lot of us need is is just some fucking time to shine. Just just a little bit of attention to say, yo, look at this, and like look at it with with an unbiasedness. Just. Open open yourself up and just be like, yo, let me hear it. Like, you know, shoot, yeah. yo, shot. let me hear it. You know that, what I mean? Yeah. I think that's Yeah. What like.
2: Then you bring him the face. they're like, wait, he did it. Yeah, he made it. <laughs> right. Why is that a surprise for you? Right. We good. I, I wasn't shocked. Like, right. he's dope. And, you know, you look at you like, I talked to him. He's like, yo, my wife just had a baby. You know, I was like,
0: this was life changing for him. Yeah. And I didn't know it.
1: But it was like, yo.
0: Babs Bunny said the same thing. Perry Babs was just on the show before you and said the exact same thing. She said, "Yo, you could be dope as shit, right?" They bring your music in. They like, yo, we fucking love her. You know the next question: What does she look like? Yes, Babs just said it. Babs just said it on the episode before. She said the exact same thing. Like, yo, you could be fucking phenomenal. The music, everything. Next question is: What she look like with that body? And she's like, I'm a fucking artist. Why does it even fucking matter? Because to them, it matters. To them.
3: Yeah.
2: And my view is like, strip it away. You like this treatment? Yeah. Great. I'll put the bio for the director after we're done. You love this? Awesome. Here's what the person looks like. Yeah. Like, now that you are invested, get over the thing, the barrier that would have existed if I told you that they were brown. Yeah. That they were female. That they were brown and female. That they were had a le- one arm. That they were... You know had a different body type than you that they had a different preference that they love someone differently like get over your shit yeah and just be about the work and if you can be about the work we all win
1: absolutely yep. I, and i would also add to give you our, our perspective perry so why it worked with our agency brother is i did the complete opposite i worked on the brand first build the relationships, and plus we have a leg up, bro. We have two shows up, two shows a week and we're building relationships twice a week. We have a consistent lead flow, right? And it's not that I'm going to ask you for business, but it could be supported in any avenue, right? The problem that we run into right now with some some things is just like, we're doing this, bro. We doing this from a am doing it from a couch in the Bronx right now. We've had if, everybody.
2: If you haven't noticed, I feel like I'm an auntie's fucking back room and shit. Yes.
0: <laughs> and that's, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. Also, uh, nothing
2: about the
1: China no, behind no. you.
0: You know, I'm about to say, is that my Aunt China cabinet behind I'm you? You got actual China
1: glasses,
3: I
0: See, that shit's 83. Oh, shut shit.
2: up. What's happening? I better leave it alone. There's <laughs>
3: <Nah. laughs> <Nah. laughs> a Sega
1: Genesis in
3: there. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: kidding. I just want you to turn the camera to the left. If you got the couch with the plastic on it, I'm done. Got, so no plastic
2: enjoy. runners. We good. We <laughs> good. We good. No pepper on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that was.
1: Good. good, good, good. Uh, no, no, I was gonna say, but that, but that's what it is. Like, we we get a lot, bro. We we get millions of impressions. We get all that. We get. We gonna do what we do. This gonna, ain't gonna go to the moon, but it's just seeing the people that don't want to help do help. You know, see what everybody do is seeing what the relationships are right now, bro. And like, I'm curious to know too, like, because what we what we're figuring out, there's so many different ways for us to monetize this podcast. What we're trying to get into, that's why I'm doing the ads and being funny with it, is how we're going to be integrated into other brands, right? What other things can we do to sponsor? How we can affect the community and who actually manages those budgets. Hmm. So if you can provide any insight to that, because we were thinking about sponsorship, partnerships. Like, you know, I'm a salesperson. I'm a, I'm a hired gun, bro. So I just need a title. <laughs> 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 or, or a way to approach you know, it. And I, look, I would
2: it, say like, is like, go after like the VPs of marketing. Yeah. Keep your price point. Below 200k, <laughs> and I here's a cheat code. And God, oh, God oh. bless any CMO. Yeah, R- I'm v- trying to get 200. I want to v- stay
3: alive
0: v- on TV. I was just saying, like, you know, just- normally,
2: <laughs> the normally around with a VP of marketing, they have a certain budget that they have allotted to them that yep. they do not need the CMO's approval to use. Yeah. Hmm. So your goal is to find the sweet spot with that person that they have as a as a discretionary marketing budget that they can pump over to you. It could be 25K, it could be 50K, it could be 25K 5K with VIK, value in kind. I'll give you 10 pallets of water and $10,000. Mm. Like, But those things you have to look at it like, yeah, but that brings my cost down for hard costs for me and it also helps me from a margin perspective and helps me make something so like being able to go to them and say hypothetically like Uh your cups be like look red bull here's what we like for you to do give us a palette of your most recent flavor we will feature it in every show go back and say based off of the metrics of this show we got X amount of people watching it. We love to continue doing this relationship with you, but we love to have some level of financial commitment. Start low. As you're as you can prove out your value from an audience perspective, bring it up. But know the ceiling that you can hit. But like the max we can get from the zoo is 50, you know, 50k. But I got new era hat on. So guess what? New era, I'm wearing socks all the time, blah blah blah. I, I, people tell me how much they love it. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Like, here's what I like to do. Throw me some hats. Great. X amount of hats from my site and give me a QR code, which you guys do a great job of. Throw me a QR code or a link that people can buy directly. Boom. I got X amount of product coming off my show. That's a value that I can actually monetize. Give me that back because I'm earning I'm earning this for you so now I'm asking you to give me some, half the investment so you're spending half of what you make off of me and I'm pushing volume like it's just it's it, it, it's literally a hustle it's literally a hustle it's like yo show value at the lowest lowest barrier of entry for any partnership is VIK give me value in kind just give me shit I'm gonna show it if anything happens off of it you pay for it later it takes me no time to take a drink or something
0: we actually talked about that today we actually we actually literally 2 hours ago talked about that today and we actually going to implement something exactly like that on tuesday Absolutely. so we have we ha- we're actually right on that on that same level but you know what yeah. and i understand you know J- i understand jared's um frustration because i share a similar frustration um and i know a lot of entrepreneurs will share this frustration when you know that you have a product that is already now tried and proven like so Jared's not talking from a place where this is his first fucking episode he's talking from a place where we had four seasons and we used to go once a week every Thursday now the demand is so much we actually go twice a fucking week you understand what i'm saying not only that like he just said like we first of all we just had one video just one video one video last week in a week's time go 250,000 and that's just That's just on Instagram. You understand? So now he's like, "Yo, we just did a million views on YouTube in the last four months." Like, you understand what I'm saying? So he now he's talking from a place of like, "I have the analytics to back it up," and you know, still nobody is biting or supporting the way we feel like they should. But what I what I like to say is, you know, it's not our time yet.
2: Message. Yeah, and your time will come. Like, it's
0: just got to keep doing the work. You know what I mean? Keep working, baby. Yeah, you got it's gonna it's gonna it it happens like that. Like unfortunately in our culture, we don't go from like kind of good to fucking like getting good to great. It, it it the way the the perception of it. It looks like nobody's ever fucking heard of you and then you're in the fucking NBA or you know yeah. what I mean? Or you're in the NFL and then people have to backtrack on you and say, "Holy oh, shit." Oh, yeah. They've right, continue. That's the way our culture kind of like celebrates and acknowledges people that that have made it successfully right at the bottom it's like nobody is rocking with you or supporting you until they see somebody else that they respect support you for and sure. then we call that right. the bandwagon right and now everybody want to rock with you but you only then. Yeah, so you didn't rock with me for the eight years when you knew me and you seen my shit and the, it wasn't hot then but because this motherfucker said it was hot now you love me to death you my biggest fan that's what we're talking about right so the problem now now take that part and now understand the psyche that goes behind that. When we're talking about support and we're talking about um, each other not bringing each other down, this is what I'm talking about. Because you didn't support me on my journey, you don't know the fucking struggle. You right. don't know my sacrifice to make this happen. You don't know the hardships, right? You don't know motherfuckers are sleeping in their car, right? Everybody's hardship, what it took to them- be shooting in the gym. Right. All you see now, all you see now, or all you're paying attention to now, because you've seen it before, but you wasn't paying attention to, right? Like the difference between listening and hearing, right? So you've seen it, but you didn't acknowledge it. Now you acknowledge it because you see the motherfucking Rolls Royce outside. You understand what I'm saying? Or you see me walking around with a bunch of celebrities, and now we on fucking national TV and shit, and now it's like, oh shit, these dudes, we should fuck with them. But we've been doing this eight years. What happened? We've been doing this.
1: Or they could recognize when we pull up in that Kia Sorento.
0: Or you know <laughs> oh, they
1: could, they, that's when we really getting money. So it's four passengers, it's four seats. Safety recall is really good. I
0: had a it's dual, technically, technically five because the Kia Sorento has a bench seat in the back. Oh. So now, look at that. My brother knows no. the damn product. You didn't have to
1: send that to us. You didn't have to send that to us. we buddy. ready.
0: <laughs> and, they, and they have an ISS high safety rating. Oh, that's how you got to do it, Perry. No, but but yes. you Perry. So then you get this culture based on like, oh, shit. Now y'all made it. Now we want to rock with you, right? But because you didn't know the story, because you don't know the journey, then now when people want to attach themselves to your success and you say, no, now I'm a fraud. Now I'm phony. Now, you understand what I'm saying? Like
2: like the fruits of my labor aren't yours to harvest. Mm. Like they ain't yours, or nor is it a burden for you to bear. It's like, you don't get to like celebrate my shit like as yours. It ain't your trophy. Yeah, but, but you can sit in the stands or be a cheerleader, right? And that's the part that we don't want to do. We want to be like, "Yeah, we did it." No, I did it,
0: right? You, mm. you,
2: you know, you watch me suffer from it, and you didn't want to get wet, like,
3: yeah. you know.
2: So, like, just I, I get it, man. I get the frustration because even, you know, I mean, I, I go through it here, and even like, you know, my wife's an entrepreneur, and even with her businesses, she's like, "Yo, we don't." My friends don't even come in.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got you know, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now we gotta, now you're
3: talking, hold on, hold on. now we're partying. Now, now, we
0: partying. now let's, we go partying partying let's go from there, let's go from there. Start with that, start with that because that's yeah. the main shit we're talking about.
2: Yeah, start... my friends won't even come. Like, I'm doing a project now. I reached out to my uh, like, I call him a brother from another mother. First call, like, yo, I need, I, I got something for you. It's dope, it's last minute. But I, I, you, the when I, you, the only person I could think of for it. He now like a he's the only bid for it. He a brother, like you're it, you're it. Black owned production company, let's go.
0: See, hmm.
2: and I'm like it's single bid. Ain't no, we're not bidding. You ain't triple bidding this. You're it. Let's go.
3: That's fire. Oh. And it's
2: like he's like yo, thanks. I'm like no man, thank you. And I'm like thank you. I thank him every time we talk. I'm like thank you, thank you so much. See, like okay. this to me is like,
0: I appreciate you, Jaden. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you,
3: bro. Yeah,
2: yeah my view is like, you know, there is no ego when there shouldn't be. There is, but there shouldn't be when it comes to us. Like, yo, if you don't like my product, that one of my best friends called me and he was like, it was out of the blue. He was like, would you hire me? Mm. And he and I had an hour long conversation of like, and i was like yeah but here are the problems
3: mm-hmm. and he
2: was like right, i gotta take this in because i it, it, i'm having a problem with it. i'm like look man i just gotta be honest with you it's not my problem because you're like my family but we're not family when i gotta you bring you into a room with a team and there are different qualifiers for family members you get passes to your cousin you don't get passes to motherfucking missing threes
3: mm-hmm. so,
2: Nothing- so here is my problem as a team with you, but as family, when you need me to help you, we lock arms all damn day. I got to bring you into a room where just me and you, we fucking got to be dunking on motherfuckers. Here's the problem. Here's what, here's what I need you to be and do and help me and I'm not even asking you to improve. I'm asking you to work with me as a teammate.
1: Yeah.
2: Here's how we win and he was like, all right, he's taking notes and shit like, oh shit, all right. Like and t- it's the reverse. Tell me how I can help you. Ain't there's no ego in this. We all gotta win. So tell me, you, you, you throw it off the glass. Am I you fucking my you want bounce passes, chest? Pass? Tell me what you fucking you need me to do to help you win. So we win. But that's the piece too, is like we don't critique and other cultures will walk into a restaurant and say, let me talk to the chef. Let me talk to the owner. Here's what you need to do. We fucking one-star We one star ourselves on yo. We poop on each other in meetings. We don't give each other the moment. We don't tell each other what we need to do to improve or the feedback that we got from other people. We just go radio silent and then think you're gonna figure it out. And then we wondering why we not winning, not realizing that all you need to do was fucking bring the drums down. So, you know, I mean, it's like, some, and sometimes it's that simple. Oh, no, don't vignette it. Oh, you should have put a fucking yellow filter in your lens. Like, stupid shit. They were like, yo, all you had to do was say it this way. You didn't acknowledge that person in the room. Here's how you do your intro. They expected you to look them in the eye at X point in time. You didn't ask questions. Like, there's so many simple fucking pitfalls that are like infinite for us because we don't tell each other it's a fucking pothole just step over that shit and keep going we make it a fucking endless fucking chasm mm-hmm. so anyway I, I
1: i know i went on a rant but no no that was real <laughs> That was real bro when you yeah you, you three minutes has to me. be
0: said man perry it if we don't have these conversations if you feel to yourself when you're having these conversations then it doesn't come off authentic if you need to rant, then go on a fucking rant. If you need to curse, then curse. People need to hear the passion. They need to hear the, you know what I'm saying? The the, the yeah. intensity of how you feel about this to let them know that I'm not playing about this.
2: Man, you know? I say it only from the point of like, and I, my wife says it all the time, like I have been the only one in so many rooms that I would give anything anything.
0: I need a friend.
2: To <laughs> have one other person walk in that looks like me we yeah. look at each other across the room and say, I I know why you're here and I'm never going to let you fail. Messy. And like, and that's not even at the top. It's at the lowest level too because we kill each other at the fucking bottom of the barrel the same way we do at the top. And it's like, yo, if, if we lock arms, we can all get out this motherfucking barrel. Throw that mother, throw your crab ass over the edge and grab the claw of the next one and let's get it. Eventually, the weight of us carries everybody out. We miss it. If you get out, then what the fuck I'm doing here? Like, no, ho, let's go. I got you. We don't do that. And that's the part that's the saddest part for me. I'm like, I've been in this industry since 1997. And I have been the only one in almost every company I've worked at.
0: You got to listen to him. You're learning something.
2: You heard Scarface, y'all. You heard, Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> you heard Tony. Yeah, and every level, it's like I told my wife. Like we talk about the time I said, Jay Z said it best, man. Domino, the higher, you know, the higher up I go, like the less I see of me. Mm. And but, I yeah. want it to be the reverse. I want double sixes in every fucking room I walk into. Yeah, not every once. It,
3: what it,
0: the it, fuck? It, it's a big. I'm. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm unfiltered. I don't give a fuck. Like don't give a fuck oh, baby. you know what I'm saying when you reach a certain level of success you don't I don't know like some guys get there and forget how easy it is to help somebody get to change their life fucking completely completely, completely. perfect example right kid right now phenom this kids like I don't know 13 fucking like six, five, six, three hundred 300 pounds size 22 shoe I saw that dude yes seen it, Ain't it? Yes. They won't even let him play or practice anymore because he doesn't have any fucking shoes. No, no shoes with cleats to play football. All it took was one fucking phone call. Yo, big dog, I need you to call me back. Who the fuck calls in? Big dog Shaq. Yo, what's up? You need me? Yo, we got this kid, man. He's a size 22. You know how hard it is to get that kind of shoe. He like, yo, send me your address. I don't know if I could do cleats, but I'm gonna go in my fucking closet right now send you a care package and we work out the details to get this kid some shoes later shaq sent this kid like 10 pair of shoes gonna get him some cleats now he could even practice that's not even a sneeze to shaq shaq wouldn't even sneeze to what he gave this kid and it can right. completely change this kid's life now that he can play this is what i'm talking about so when you get to these certain levels of fucking success Y'all make it seem these motherfuckers make it seem like it takes so much to to help people out when it really doesn't. It
2: doesn't. It does not. Phone call or ask or group chat.
0: Phone call, I ask. Guess what? Hey, a mentorship. Hey, you know what? Yeah, Yeah, you know what? You're going to get a half hour every day. Call me up. Let me just once a week. Yeah, I got three three on my phone. Exactly. Let me me help you. That's what I'm talking about, yes, right? Yeah. When, when,
2: when I got to my career, the, where yeah. I thought it was the top, it wasn't. I one of my mentors like, the top of your ladder is the bottom of mine. And I, I got a tattoo that literally has, it's on this, actually this hand. And it's like a hand reaching back. And my, yeah. I tell my friends, like, as I reach forward, I always want to remember to do that. It's not something that I uh-huh. want to forget. It's not lost on me because it took one person to help me. That's it. Move up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that I am my. I helped two uh, two two guys, uh, Lawrence. Uh, I'm not, uh, not going to put them on That's black. Okay. Him, his and they, they get into they get into one school. They just graduated. You can track them down if you savvy. The Book is dope. And he asked me like, "What can I do to thank you?" And I said, "I need you to do one thing. I need you to find someone with the same potential as you and tell them everything I told you." Uh, That's all I want you to do. You ain't gotta buy me a drink. You ain't gonna give me praise. You ain't gotta do shit else. Just find someone with the same potential as you and give them the secrets I told you. And you can track them on. You can ask them what a parent do when you graduate from one school. Tell them, tell everyone what he told me. And then to help them the same way I helped you. Like just do that, and I'm fine.
1: But now that we on this topic too, bro. What, what, like, so, what are the relationships like in Have you heard of the Black Week? You're, yeah. you, know, yeah. you, you, you you pulling up.
2: Oh fuck yeah! October, I will be there.
1: All right, so we we in the building. More than title will be in the <laughs> shout to Walt and the team Black Week. Walt and the team. Did, did, team did you know I'm about, about
2: it? Snap crew. Walt Andre like. All oh yeah. Everyone, I think Dabo, like they fucking nailed that. I'm like, oh my god, it's the time. It's so, it's so right on time right now. It's perfect. I love I'm
0: it. Just out, I'm just picking out my outfit. Should I come in the the red, the yellow, and the green? And <laughs> yeah, picking out my outfit. All what color should I
2: black. All black, everything. <laughs> Pulling
0: you know up like this. Black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm than black. You see, I gave you the intro before I was leading up to it. Should I put on the? You know what I mean. But um doing that. Uh, Jerry, one thing about what we do, and we're gonna set the we're gonna set the standards because like I said, enough fucking excuses. Enough excuses. If you want to do something, you don't have to be super rich to impact somebody's life, you don't have to be super rich to provide support because support is not always monetary, right? It's either you want to fucking do it or you don't. We have to start holding each other accountable for fucking gaslighting and stop the bullshit. You understand. Yeah. Like the story with the thing, homie hit Shaq. Shaq hit him right fucking back. Yo, what, what you need? It. to am sending that, shit that right now. You understand? An instant, instant, instant thing because he wanted to do it. Not he didn't make him begging to say, write me a fucking letter. Let me see your stats and football to see if you're worthy of a fucking two hundred dollar pair sneakers. That I won't even two hundred dollars to me is like two pennies to Shaq. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like he's like, no, this kid needs help, and I I want to genuinely help him, and I'm gonna fucking help him.
3: Yeah, that's the place and we need to get.
0: Like. That's the That's place it. we need to get to as a culture. Um, and, right. and when we get there, then yes. I believe that we are truly going to see the transformation that you're talking about. Um, but the way to get us there, the way to get us there to start the process is we have to lead by example. Absolutely. Message. Got to hold each other
2: accountable. Got to hold each other accountable and be honest with each other when we get in our, in our own heads with it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yo, so what? You're the best player on the on the team. If everyone's losing, you
0: know, we still
3: lost. Yeah, you still <laughs> lose. Who cares?
0: Right.
2: So like, yo, like we're only as strong. I said all the time to my team, like we're only as strong as the weakest person. Yeah. What do you want? Who doesn't know something? You don't have to call them out. Yeah. Just realize when that motherfucker's quiet or they they go into a hole, or they become introverted. Don't call them out on it. Just pull them aside and help them understand where we all need to be. Get them on the same page. Like we gotta, we gotta be, co- we gotta be cool with being uncomfortable. with What we don't know, uncomfortable with criticism, uncomfortable with all the things. And if you can live like I have a friend, Ron Ceballos, He has this amazing quote. It's called "Resist Comfort."
3: okay okay All right. and i love it
2: because he's like get out of your comfort zone because when you're out of your comfort zone you grow you learn something new you you acquire a new skill live outside of this bubble you create for yourself where you're too cool to fuck up and i'm like i told i i, I, I told my, my my oldest daughter and she's like she an amazing instrument like player and i'm like what and she went to learn something new and she was nervous. And we we're talking briefly about of the holidays. I'm like, look, here's the deal. You got to be comfortable with the fact you're gonna suck for about six months.
3: Mm-hmm. You're gonna
2: suck at it. It's gonna sound like ass. You're gonna put it up to your mouth. It's gonna sound terrible. Everyone's gonna look at you like you're a two-headed monster. Be comfortable with the fact that you're going to suck at this for a very long time. And then one day you're going to hit the notes and you're going to play the song, and it's going to sound halfway decent. And then you're going to do it again. And you're going to be like, all right, I got something here. And then you're going to keep going. And you're going to be like, oh, shit, I can do it. Like, be OK with being uncomfortable with yourself. We don't like to be uncomfortable. So it's like, yeah, you're great at basketball, but you suck on your left. Be be uncomfortable learning. Your, do a layup on dunk with your left hand. Like, and even train, learn finance, learn how to handle your money.
0: So when okay, you Perry, do this, it's, it's, there's a light to your left. Can you slide over just a little bit to your left? There's I'm a glasses, light. okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah, my man. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 we still so get caught. It almost looks like he was acting in The Shining. Yes, <laughs> that's
2: just Jesus on the other side. Like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but
3: you're right though.
2: You're right. But yeah, but that's my thing is like with Mm -hmm. us and in the craft, and I say creative craft from content creators to musicians Mm -hmm. to writers, art directors, what have you, like be comfortable living outside of your comfort zone. And if you can do that, like I told my wife, like I have done campaigns for tampons, eye drops, like tums gas airplanes like all these things like i do i drive a minivan absolutely not have i done an amazing campaign for one absolutely exactly. like be uncomfortable being in somebody else's shoes and learning something else because that just makes you you know somebody who's stronger i'm like you know the whole camp the idea of like you know when somebody calls you a renaissance person like oh you're a renaissance man or a renaissance woman or a renaissance person it's like no, the concept of that is wrong. The master of some is always better than the master of one.
3: Mm. Always. Message. We Com-
2: you, you, you double message you again. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and
0: you get <laughs> one of these. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and your uncomfortableness, and learn it because once you. Like think about when you like like I, I ride motorcycles and like turning left is terrif was terrifying was terrifying, and I told my wife she's like what'd you do I said I got on a bike and the first thing I did I made myself fall. Like,
0: out the way because you get I it out know,
2: the way. I I literally tipped that bitch over so I got it out the way.
0: You get it out the way. Oh, I'm absolutely. like all
2: right now that I know that I'm gonna be all right about this shit. Let's fucking do turns. Yeah. And it's like why because if, one of these days I'm gonna have to live in that shit and my life is going to depend on it. It's one of these days you have to live in your uncomfortableness, and your your career is going to depend on it. Your relationship is going to, your contract is going to depend on it. Your promotion is going to depend on it. If you can't rally yourself and conquer your fear, master that shit, then you're fucked.
1: That was real, man. We also we also had a comment from from Rich yeah. on YouTube, man. He said, "Can you maybe I speak to how marketing contracts are written?" it's, it's, it's kind of like similar to business, brother. So it's like, say, it depends. Like, let me break down like an RFP, right? Say for instance, you had an agency or, or I'm at an agency. We got an agency, OTB Digital. Coca-Cola has an RFP, right? Which is request for business or request for proposal. So what they're going to do is put out something that says, hey, this is the scope of work. Coca-Cola wants to reach this demographic. They want to do this much. This is how much budget they have. This is the overall goal of the campaign. This is what they're trying to accomplish. And then you as an agency have to come up with solutions to hit that goal, to hit that target. And then basically you come up. If you win the bid against other agencies, then you end up going to contract. But the contract is pretty standard, like business contracts.
2: Yes. Yes. And there are a couple of ways after you get it done that they'll do, but they'll give you parameters within your scope that you need to fulfill against. There's usually a strategic part of it. and And it's all percentages. There's, which includes strategy, your marketing approach. There's a uh, kind of creative execution piece that can include like everything from, if you're doing music, how would you approach it from sound perspective, sonically, how would you do it from a, from a marketing perspective? If you're a marketing company, advertising creatively, social content, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it's a mix. Yeah. And then after you're done with that, they ask you, how would you staff it and what would your budget be against your staffing plan? You don't need to put people, but you probably need to do put roles. I will put this many types of people against this thing that, that I just told you about to actually fulfill against it. And then at the end of it, there's timing. How much time would it take for you to do the thing that we ask you to do? It's a bit more flexible because there are a lot of qualifiers for a timing when it comes to those. But those are all graded in the percentages. Some things are 20%, 30%, 10%, right. depending on how they want to, and they don't tell you. So there is no like rule of thumb for that,
3: yeah. and then
2: some clients, some 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 companies, went on price.
3: Yeah,
2: they undercut everyone, and they're like, "Fuck it, we'll do it. We'll do it for half the price of anybody else that will." And they're like, "All right, we'll take it." But there's like, there's you know, quality in this price. So you the one one of them gonna win. So the other one is speed. We'll do it as fast as you want, or it's going to take us more time. And then others can be talent based. We're going to bring this type of talent to the, to the party versus others, but it's all in how you want to qualify your bid for the job, how you want to respond to the RFP. And then when you're done with that, you move into like an MSA or like a scope or a yeah. LOI, depending, and I'm right. I mean, you look that shit up. Right.
1: MSA, just to let them go. it's Master
2: service agreement, stuff like yes. that. That's
1: the overall <laughs> contract and stuff. You know, because some people don't, you know what I mean? We, I'm with you, yeah. bro. You're talking that talk.
0: And, and, sidebar, yeah. and before you keep going. And Kia, I ride motorcycles, Perry ride motorcycles. If you want to design a motorcycle, it could be a 2024 Sorento motorcycle. We'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> he's on board. Really fast on it. Yeah. Now I got him on board. Yeah, now you see how that goes. We all on board with the key of fucking Sorrentos. What are we talking about? Oh,
1: We're all
0: right. We like give you safety <laughs> ratings on them. You know what I'm saying? We'll do Willie's on the motherfucker.
1: Yeah, room, room for five.
3: Got <laughs> a you know
1: what I mean? zero to one hundred and twenty yeah. seconds. <laughs> you <get there. laughs> That's the tagline. You'll get there. <laughs> you will pay the man. This guy's good. This guy's good. <laughs> you'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> Yo, but bro, I was gonna say I do wanna. Like, I know we're coming up on time, bro. And I'm hey, like enjoying hey. my time, bro. I do want to get to the shop story. Yeah, yeah I know that was a crazy ass story, bro. How you like came up, piloted that, bro?
0: Working the bronze. You talked until- about that when you went to the when you went to the bathroom.
3: Ah, oh, uh, I was opening the
0: door done. for. the when ah, you left, you talked about All it, but... good. I'll
2: do the I, I'm gonna break the clip up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn it. Yeah. No, like, like, so we we it's weird because I, I give Steve Style a ton of credit for this. I love the man. He's a he's brilliant. But he originally created like a bit of it. He hit a camera in the back chips and he showed, like, oh, this is could be kind of cool. And we're like, Yeah, but it ain't polished, it don't look right. So here's what we think could make sense we should do a full blown thing and create a show call at the shop like a barbershop so we went to like Aiden Gill which is a barbershop in 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 New Orleans and i i work with uh dp malik uh, malik said to actually create like the 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 guts of it i'm telling you all this for transparency so you can't be like oh bullshit he didn't make this right so we went to Aiden Gill uh, we built out a hidden like pocket where there's a camera behind it. You can see it. And then uh, Malik and I were on the other side of it. So the talent will walk past us to get to LeBron. LeBron, PR, and uh, and crew and, and Steve would come in through the other door. And their original pilot, the one that I have on my masters, has beats all over the place. There'll be headphones, we got beats product where it says the shop with scissors. Yeah. And the- the black is all beats. Like, we had to literally go in and erase all that shit in post uh, because <laughs> right. HBO went by it because it was branded. Got so really, it. Got it, out. it. Right.
3: That you know, makes sense.
2: We shot for like four hours, and we had like Jesse Williams came through, two chains came through with his dog, like Mav came through, Oak came through, and we shot um, this a really amazing body of work that showcased, and we would pepper in questions. Around like who's the greatest of, of all time, um, you know all these moments like the Oak moment where he gets kicked, you know, like and you're you're asking and you're like you're letting the camera just roll and where we brought we took four plus hours and we boiled it down to one hour of a show, mm. but it was really great because it was like a rainy day, you're like it was dreary Mardi Gras happening at the same time. No one, no one. In New Orleans, knew we were shooting it. So as the as the like you know the buses are pulling up and the athletes are getting out, people are like, "Wait, what's happening here?" But it was a really great moment to just showcase like the conversations and the honesty that happens in a barbershop that most people that don't look like us never experience and never see. nobody's going to supercuts and having the conversations we have. So like, yeah, you no know, shade against supercuts. If that's where you get your haircut,
1: no, you know what? You know what? You you know what? We will go to supercuts. If you cut the check out to more than a (laughs) title, I will get a fade and a shape up. And we no, no, no. no. We would, we would tell our damn you. We would tell our people to do for thirty
3: thousand.
0: Fucking vacuum on my scalp. I didn't have no more. No, they got them shits in California. I I went there. Never again. It scarred me for like you fucking cut me with the vacuum with the same. What the they fuck pay, that pay that? us thirty bands. I'll I will get a buzz button. cut. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> you like I have
1: a part like, oh, the size of my me. hand. That girl, like sleep
0: up like sixty five dollars. Like what the fuck? Are you? Nah, you wilding, man. <laughs> because yeah, you shall not, yeah, but you're but you're sure, not but, have my business.
2: <laughs> that's hilarious. But the, the, the best part was just the honesty <laughs> that became the the foundation for the rest of the shows that people. Felt like you were a part of the the environment. Like the barbers were his and his friends, and the, they they were it was all real. So mm-hmm. there wasn't a there wasn't a falsity to what we were creating. And I think they've done a great job of continuing that legacy, where you know it took a con a concept that that came to life in beats, and then was really mastered by like Spring Hill and that whole team. And they've done such a great job of, like, just really elevating it to products and all the things that they do now with the shop that are just so dope. But, like, that one moment in, like, New Orleans and the rainy day and everyone's coming in and, like, having a great conversation. And we, it was, like, where you're sitting back, like, I think one of the reasons why we stopped shooting is that we ran out of hard drives. We're like, we're running out of memory. We don't have enough to keep going. So the camera ended and they kept talking. And it was like, yo, this is like a moment in time that you would never have. And like I look back at like some of the stuff that I have from that moment of like the photographs, some of the videos that I keep as personal like mementos Uh and you're just like I can't believe this happened. I can't believe we were able to do this.
0: That definitely sound like the mama I mean, am not I, I'm not playing devil's advocate that shit should have been done 40 fucking years ago bro I'm beyond <laughs> you know how you see some shit come out I'm not being funny but you know this is what our culture does right you see some shit come on you're like we've been doing that for 40 years nobody thought of
2: the
0: space for guys to go no not nine out of ten no females fucking allowed it's the guys, we especially the barbershops in the motherfucking Bronx. We smoke hookah, motherfucking weed, drink. That shit is like, what's the woman the bar in the chairs? Everybody knows your name. That's cheers yeah. for us, motherfucking barbershop. You know what I mean? Don't got to worry about political opinions. You ain't got to worry about who you are. Like. It's just a great conversation. But we've been doing that shit for 30 years. Nobody thought to tape this for 30 years. I I that's but cool. that's
1: him, but that's him knowing the culture, being from no, the no. culture, and saying i say no, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, somebody, like somebody
0: thought of that shit a long time ago. The question is just who who beat it to market. I, that's yeah. all I'm saying.
3: Damn when, right. I'm talk- yeah. when we're
0: talking about creativity, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's creativity in its purest form, unfiltered, nothing, and we could have bended that type of shit. Yeah.
2: And the beauty know. for me is like, I love the anonymousness of it where you're like, yeah. no, we're just creating a platform for the culture it is not about like look at this thing i made everyone it's like no it's out in the world it does something amazing for us as visibility and conversation in the community and that's the part that makes personally me really excited because you're like i can take a step back personally and be like this was so much bigger than any one person because it did something for us as a people that gave everyone visibility into something that we kind of took for granted. To your point, here like we took for granted, yeah. like it, but it mattered, and it mattered. It matters enough that it's still going.
0: Message. I mean, again, like you know, let's let's talk back. And do you know how important when we're talking about importance? Fuck the liquor store. The Chinese food restaurant and things of that nature. Do you know how important the barbershop is in the black community? Right. It is staple. It is the staple in the black community for a, a number of reasons. Number one, it shows you that you can be very successful without a corporate job. Barbers make six figures easily, right? i you've never technically seen a starving barber, right? Okay, especially if you're good. That's number one, right? Number two, right. Generational, generational community building. You can have a barber that owns the shop where he gave your kid his first haircut, and now he's grown and bringing his kid for his first haircut. You understand what I'm saying? The yeah. bond that 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 you know we have with our barbers. That shit is serious. That is like our therapist. Yeah you understand like so when you do my black and brown people don't go to therapy we don't go to a psychiatrist like we don't go to that kind of therapy we go to fucking barbershop and we talk to our barber and that can be our therapy of what we're going through at home what we're going through at work this shit is bullshit. and again like so when, when we're talking about like a safe space there's nothing more safe to us than the barbershop so right. uh, in our community that is the staple of our community for for guys you understand and then you want to go for a job? You need to be fresh. You want to go for a date? You want to go out there? You got to go get fresh. It gives you your confidence back. You go in there looking like a woolly mammoth and come out feeling like a million bucks, your confidence is back up. Yep. So, you know, that the value that a barbership provides to the urban community is in value. You cannot calculate that shit.
2: Yep, you I agree. Calculate. I agree. I need to go to one now, but yes, I agree with you.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm a little scrubby, too.
2: <laughs> wow, shout to Enrique we, we we don't speak. He he's Spanish, <laughs> but that's my
1: dog.
0: <laughs> and, and Perry, look. Perry, look. Perry and even relationship, right? Yeah. You don't cheat on your motherfucking barber. You understand? Know you yeah. got one barber, maybe yeah, two of your vacation, man. but you got yeah. one barber. You don't cheat on your barber like, you know what I mean? Like now nah, you you not let me cut your hair nice. I'm good, bro. <laughs> oh, he ain't
2: here. Hair. Come on. Nah, I'll wait, I'll wait
0: a week. I won't get a yep, haircut. I'll, wait. I'll wait he come back. I almost hit you with the button, but I was, like, giving content. What? What?
1: I ain't going to cheat on my – just the cheating on the ball. But I was just like, oh, but I did. Was it the tone?
0: Yeah, it was definitely the tone. But I still love you. Uh, <laughs> I still love you. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just no. want to say, Perry, like, you know, right. um, it was an absolute pleasure Facts. To, to not only meet you, but to, to have a conversation again with another intelligent brother that actually gets it. I'm going to say it again, right? That actually gets it,
3: yeah.
0: right? And we love the fact that you are a person that are, is taking immediate action because without that, we, we're just fucking sitting here running our fucking mouths, right? So, what we aim to do on this show is to create other opportunities the way you're doing it. So, number one, now that you have come on the show, we don't do just guests, right? We create community. So, now you're, you're a part of the more than the title community. Um, you know, any guest that you've ever seen on this show that you might want to be introduced to, you might wanna work with, you might just wanna talk to. All you gotta do is drop us a line and it will happen immediately. Not two weeks, not three weeks, not four weeks later. We will make the introduction and then we step out the picture and you build your own personal relationship, right? Anything that we can do, anything that we can do to help you um, succeed or get this message out, that's what this platform is for. And now secondly, if you know anybody that you know their story should come out then this is what this platform is for again if you know people that you like yo this is a dope person I think you know their story needs to get out there go ahead and shoot them to us because this is what this platform is for we need more educated people more successful people to show our youth success comes in many different forms many different colors many different flavors you don't have to just be a basketball player rapper to be successful but they ain't gonna believe it until they see it. Nested.
1: Bro, and shout okay. out to the home team we had all walt you know dre or everybody we had yeah. Yeah. Baker. Yeah. you know we had some amazing guests man we doing yeah. it here so we appreciate brothers like you man everybody else who's come on to take the time and we actually have a we have a live panel coming up i was gonna wait for it to off oh, we, we had a live more than title come up if you're gonna be in new york oh you, to- you you you, you promoting it already yeah why not we're we gonna do okay. a black Con. we're doing a panel on the importance of black media april 25th we're actually gonna be doing a panel with amber from your cousin CEO Amber, nice. I love Amber. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be doing with Amber, um, John, I believe, as well. So we're gonna be doing that. We're trying to get. Uh, we got Jay Alexander, the co-founder of Fubu. He's pulling up. It's gonna be a good event for you, New York, bro. Please pull up, man. We love to have you. And you already know you family yes, now, bro. Anything nice nice. we can do, yeah. We
0: have. It's gonna yes, be a well. LinkedIn, it's gonna be a LinkedIn headquarters. So you understand? Yes. Yeah.
2: Amazing. Congratulations. And we're,
0: gonna, we're gonna live stream it. It's gonna be live, and you know, again, we're gonna get that message out, right? We're gonna have these conversations, and we're gonna get that message out, you know, and um. For all our audience out there, video and audio, like I said, hold us accountable. Hold Absolutely. us accountable. I don't care. Hold me accountable. We're not bullshitting on this show. Um, but be clear, we're not chasing nobody either. And I keep sending this message out and I'm gonna keep saying it so I can't say it no more. For the people that want help, you gotta do. I'm not, we're not gonna do it for you. We will help you, but we're not gonna do it for you. You have got to put some work in yourself. If you don't got no skin in the game, don't approach us about no bullshit. Don't waste our time, right? Our time is money. Our time is valuable. If you want to get in touch with Perry once he gives you his information, you want to, you know, shoot him an ideal, pick his brain. Approach that man with respect. His time is valuable, right? You know, make sure your product is good or whatever you're doing is 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 to to the standard of what you should hold him before you just approach him on some bullshit because we're not allowing that, right? That's it. And it was- just so brothers,
1: you get one ask. That's it. Make it count. You get one ask. You
0: one Make ask, you yeah, Make that they, shit
2: count, man. Make it count. You know what I mean? So let them know where man. they can find you at, man. Yeah, please. One ask, honestly, super easy. Perry, Gmail. Oh, you gave him the
1: Gmail. You can
0: shoot. Oh, shit, you can
2: shoot your
1: shots yeah. directly in the email. So, all yeah, right, all right try, there you go. You ain't going to get that.
2: If you want to fill out a form, just go to my website and go to the go to the contact piece. There's a whole little form if you want to fill that out. Throw your stuff in. But honestly, it's super easy.
1: My or man. just find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Perry Fair, brother. Appreciate you, man. For those listening, brother, this was just a cold outreach. I read your story, bro. And I, I actually it wasn't,
2: about. I was you. like, who is this dude? No. All right, this is cool. I'm down. Walt,
1: no, what <laughs> hit me up, man? What yes, like yes. anybody else? Walt was like, involved, bro, yeah, cool.
2: his credit for that one. That was a good connect.
1: Yeah, he was like, Yo, just reach out. I'm like, Oh shit, I bet. And then, yo, bro, so I appreciate you, man. Shout out it's to the shout out to the team, man. And yo, we look forward to breaking bread with you in person, brother. We're gonna do the group yes. chat. And we we here now, man. For those listening, thank you for another ill episode of more than the title. Wait, we next week, Tuesday, fan appreciation episode. Local businesses, owners, entrepreneurs, you a rapper, drill. I don't care what you are. You want to promote your business and come chop it up, get one of these. pull up. The link will be out at 5:30. Pull up. And then March 7th, we got mama set pulling up. Mama. Mama. Come is Otavia Woodward. Mama Set pulling up. Hoo, 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 hoo. Back in the coop.
3: Gucci down to the
1: stock. Little dick,
3: baby.
1: Y'all, we out here. So that's what we doing on More Than Entitled, man. We yeah. appreciate y'all. And we going to yep. see y'all next week, man. We out of here. What you know about me? Seeing it all. Heard it all. Oh, what you know about me? I've
3: done it all. Just want it all.